that tells us more than we needed to know. Because it's suddenly like, right now, laser burning people, cutting them, you know, Homelander style, like yeah, you yeah. say. If that exists right now, that doesn't. We don't know about that existing. So if suddenly, actually, you know, we, we technically do. We've seen it uh, tested on a ship before. No, we've seen like like heat lasers that yeah. are slowing. Like, oh, okay. You're talking balloon. about you're talking like anime style like and, laser like, beams. Cut a human yeah, okay, in half just by and like burning <laughs> yeah. a swath in the land. Is it right? Right. You know, but yeah. but Area 51 would be the place to test out and make this bloody mess. But that's like, what I mean. That like if the suddenly best. there's a, if suddenly the raid did go through and they're like, okay, well they're never going to get in to see the aliens because the lasers are just going to cut them all down. <laughs> if that's your line, me as someone who is first of all not raiding Area 51 because I'm not a dumbass, right? Um, Understandable. Would we, we, sit there and go, huh? Where did you get this technology from? There are aliens there. <laughs> it, it's the only thing that makes sense. It's it w- true. It would be almost one of those kind of hilarious things where one guy is like, I've developed this laser beam. It's weaponized. It's going to be fantastic. The unveiling, unfortunately, is going to be on civilians. But what are you going to do? I'm going to be super proud of this thing. And then someone goes, aliens gave it to him. The guy's like, oh, come on. <laughs> it's like, I spent my whole fucking life making this weaponized laser. Dave down and in engineering. It's like, this is my, I was going to get a raise based on this. <laughs> yeah. It's like, aliens. Fuck you guys. <laughs> I can't even talk about it because it's Area 51. Yeah. Yeah, we got exactly. one 20 years ago from the Zeta Reticulans. What's the problem? <laughs> what don't you get? <laughs> well, I don't know if it's going to happen or not, guys. It sounds like you're, you're saying you saw it's canceled officially. Yeah. The raid on Area 51. It's very disappointing. I, um, I, I really don't. I don't think the officiality in the first place was always of questionable I mean, origin. I, oh, it was definitely. I mean, it was really I mean, just a Facebook. The plan post, was rock it? solid. I mean, let me just throw that out there. Ninja, ninja, ninja running at the base like Naruto style. It was. It was more like dry noodle solid. <laughs> <laughs> really fucking brittle. Hey, 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 if you get enough of those Naruto runs together like dry noodles, they are strong. Yeah. We've seen this many well, they, martial arts. They movies. draft off each other. So like yeah, so and then they they they, they run ahead and they're faster. Jesus they fuck! This is not Midnight Club, Alex. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Well, it's science anyway. Who knows if it'll happen? We'll have an update from Comic Con either way. So we'll we'll, we'll update on the uh, Area Fifty One story. So that'll technically be our episode for next week as well. Is, is Comic Con? So we will not convene. Oh, not not Area Fifty One. Not Area Fifty One. No okay. Comic Con itself. So we we will not convene. On Monday, as per usual, and we'll just have some Comic Con content coming out over that week. So potentially uh, on the course of like two episodes, uh, depending on how much content we manage to get. Nice. So we have a couple things we'll cover there. One, I think we're... Rob and I could talk for a very long time about nonsense. So you yeah, we get a lot of yeah. content. Yeah, we can. Well, actually, I mean, I could just talk to you about the Genesis system. Yeah, yeah, I, I can just teach it to you. The, to be honest, you spent like an entire hour. We could... Yeah. He's explaining it to me on the right here. I'm yeah. dying to learn it, so obvious for obvious reasons, like, like it's, we talked it's, about before. It, it's easy. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, we could do that, to be honest. I yeah. think people might actually appreciate it. So we'll have some activities on. going on at our booth. One of those things is going to be uh, PlayStation 1 Tekken. I don't know. I wouldn't call it a tournament. But if you want to try <laughs> oh, and beat one of no, the Ronin Geek guys. This is a very serious tournament. We take very seriously, and there will be pools involved. Um, and, okay. And in fact, okay. a death match. Okay, good. I'm yeah. good with that. Yeah, yeah. So for all we know, by the end of the day, we could all just not exist. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. We'll and re- if you if you kill all of us, you are the Ronin Geek. You have to take the Ronin Geek. Yeah. <laughs> Can we actually like get something where there's a box on either side? Like, so each player has a box next to them, and then whoever wins, their box unlocks and inside's a shiv. And then they fight, <laughs> right? So the so like, gets the advantage of gets the, the ship, advantage of the ship, right? Not necessarily getting the, cut the other one out, they right? Exactly. Yeah, there's still an opportunity. Well, let's make I'm it all about, Yeah, it's like a tiered reward system, yeah. oh, right? Okay, okay. 
Well, let's make it interesting. I mean, a shiv, I mean, you know exactly what to do when you get your hand on a shiv, right? Like, you go straight prison riot oh, style. Oh, I'm not saying it's a good stabby. shiv. Yeah, no, no. We can make it something completely useless. I'm talking like a box of spaghetti. Yeah. Like, just let them go at it. I don't know what they're going to do, <laughs> but they got to do something. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it would be good. Like, if we could even get one person, like, a gun, but it's only a flare gun, which is still very dangerous. Could be dangerous. But the other person might have, like, hairspray and a lighter. Right. Kids don't play with flare guns or hairsprays <laughs> and lighters together. So disclaimer, disclaimer the hairspray and lighter only for Rob. <laughs> torching nice. spiders. I may not have played with a flare. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I yeah. could absolutely see you torching spiders in your basement. I didn't, I wouldn't do that to spiders. No. My parents bought me. So really, I mean, I was older, but my parents when I got my when I got, bought my my own car, my first car, what they yeah. did for all the kids, they bought them like a, it's like a car crash kit. Yeah. It has all the fundamentals. It has you know jumper cables. It has nice. Um, it's so sad. It has a, a, a disposable camera for you to take pictures of your accident yeah. for insurance and stuff like that. It has, so it has a bunch of stuff you can oh, take, cool. like a pad and paper, so Smart. you can take that mm-hmm. information. It's, it's a kit for accidents. It has like a cones in it um, yes. and lift things for you to get, you know, replace your tire. Smart. But what it also has in there is flares. Well, I should be clear. Road flares. used to have road flares. You don't have, you didn't replace the road flares? No. Is it the one where you rip the thing off and it lights and. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, it was more of like a cap that you like, you had to like twist. And yeah, pull. yeah. But yeah. Cool. Cool. Excellent. Disposable camera still around? You still got it? I think I threw that one out. Oh, okay. Because this kit existed back in the day before cameras were, or before cam, or phones, before yeah. phones were just right. Okay, yeah, I'm kind of dating myself. But hold here, on but... a second, though, that doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, you should. I mean, though, you should have a sense of redundancy because if your phone is on your lap or in your hand because you're texting and then you get in an accident, I can use anyone else's phone that's around. That's true. But what if nobody wants to lend you their phone because you look kind of weird? I'll probably go, I was in a car crash. See this fucking dent in my skull? Yeah. Please give me your phone, good sir. I guess that's Or that, I will make a dent in your skull. That's a slightly reasonable response, I suppose. <laughs> or they could use the disposable camera to take a picture of you taking a picture of the car so they know it's you at the scene. Yeah, there you go. Boom. Insurance would love that. Yeah. So again, this is Alex Austin for Rona Geek Official Podcast, episode 60. And yeah. we also have in a room with me. Blubby and Adam. <laughs> God damn it. Rob. And Rob. So this we are Rob, here today. I'm to... not taking the titles anymore. <laughs> not for now. Titles are everything I have. I know it's everything you have. I'm letting you have your I like the plebeian. It's good. It's good. It's yeah. untrue a little bit. It's untrue. If anybody's ever listened, if anybody listened to the seven episode series where you were discussing your, your ongoing relationship with, uh, uh, what was it, Hollow Knight? Oh. <laughs> they will know <laughs> that you are not plebeian Adam, in fact. So, yeah, that's how it goes. So I do have a bit of big news to kind of start off. This episode of the podcast. So we do report on the news. That's what we do here at Rona Geek News, Rona Geek Official Podcast. It's what we're all about. This is the first about. time you've talked about news where you didn't give us a heads up as to what the news is. This is, uh, it's too big to spoil for you. So oh, I really okay. wanted you to experience it. So uh, unlike the story that I spoiled for you earlier in the week, I thought about saving it for the podcast. Yeah, you totally should have. You well, I can it. still tell it. I can retell it. it. I'll get to we that. Call you, we uh, call you in the middle of the, ra- uh, middle of the fucking week randomly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was that excited. He called both of us. Right? Yeah. It was Friday yeah. the 13th, oh, and wow. some weird shit was happening to me that day, but we'll get to that. Okay. We'll get to that. So, big news coming out of Japan, and this is a uh, Pokemon series spoiler warning for anyone who watches the Pokemon animated series still. Two people out there yep. in, the, in the West, <laughs> I don't know. But here's some news. Major news from Japan. Ash Ketchum has won a Pokemon League championship in the most recent episode of Pokemon. Holy shit. Yep. 
Yep, and this is uh, the Alolan Championship. So oh. from Pokemon, uh, what is it, Sun and Moon? Yep. Yeah, so that's what just happened. So it's for real. Ash Ketchum is a Pokemon champion 22 years after he began his quest to become a Pokemon champion. Yeah, but champion. they still haven't mentioned his age. I think he's still 10 years old. So by, <laughs> by all, all accounts, he seems to still be 10 years my, old. My favorite things about watching the anime, or not watching the anime, but uh, <laughs> there's, there's a team on, I think, Kutaku, or a guy, that what he does is he de- does a deep dive on a specific Pokemon. So he takes a Pokemon and researches, like, the fucked up mm-hmm. shit about that Pokemon. Because they just have the little blurbs. Oh, they have dark. Yeah. And, dark and sometimes they're bios. fucking dark. Yeah. And they're like, okay, this one screams so loud, he will shatter all your ears within three miles. So, like, okay, if this thing screams in the middle of a city... <laughs> The all of New York City is deaf, and yeah. like, there's some po- and they they talk about that things like they, they kind of go through the dark st- side of yeah. stuff and the really fucked up shit. And there's a lot of comments about you realize that if Ash was actually holding up this bird type Pokemon on his arm, he's lifting like five tons because that Pokemon is said to weigh five tons. <laughs> yeah, I would love to see them get more into that in the next live action movie, whatever that turns out to be. Because in Detec- Detective Pikachu, they started off with uh, Cubone. Remember, yeah. he's wearing the skull of his. Ancestor, yeah. mother, yeah, father, his, whatever, his mother, and he's just yeah. crying in the field. But then it turns out his like mother, yeah. he's actually like angry as well, and he goes after the main guy. I can't remember what his name was in the in the movie at this point, but yeah, it was Irrelevant. just it was just a funny scene that like it's kind of dark, kind of sad. And then he goes after him, and then it's funny. So it's uh, it's really really good. But uh, yeah, Ash is a Pokemon champion. But I was thinking like, what if he was thirty two years old? I, I mean, sure. I, I would trust a 32-year-old to go traveling the world more than i trust a 10-year-old. But, like, how could he get it off work? Because at that point, you have to be, like, no, no, he, making no, he, a living. No, no, he makes his living off of yeah, battles. Yeah, as you, as, you, as you battle, Is you he? get money, yeah. So, like, like how golfers travel from place to place and win the purses? More like and... poker. But, like, okay. the, the arena-bloodied version of poker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah like so he, he doesn't... For, he... Forcing enslaved animals to fight version Pretty of much, poker. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. His job is going around and every... You know, if he goes to a city and no one wants to battle him or something, or he's in yeah. a city with no league or something like that, he yeah. probably has to do an odd odd job. To... What do you mean yeah, by yeah, odd job? Yeah, like, like well, adventuring, things like that, right? Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, I'm now in a city shit. Normally, I'd make my money by going on a tournament and fighting people and, and like, gambling on sure. Pokemon battles. Sure. Or my own battle. Oh, like we or, saw in the underground wait, in wait tables. Detective yeah, Pokemon. Exactly. So you might yeah, do yeah. something like that, but it's probably more... It's or more Detective le- Pikachu. It's more yeah. legalized in the mainstream Pokemon world. So then you do that. That's how you'd gain most of your money. But what if you go to a town where it's just a bunch of old people? They're like, I haven't battled Pokemon in over 50 years. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, shit, how do I make my money? And then you go some old guy's like, I need reshingling. And you're like, fine, I guess I'm reshingling for today so I can earn enough money to yeah. move on to the next town. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's probably what he does. Because then you see him. He does like... Like random odd jobs in certain episodes. And yeah, like, it helps with the police and shit helps like that. Helps with the police. Oh, like okay. So I'm sure he just makes jobs. And sometimes maybe it's not trading necessarily for money. Yeah, it yeah. could be like, I'll, I'll give you five sandwiches and my wife will let you will let you sleep at our house tonight if you just go walk our dogs for three days. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Boom. Done. Yeah. So, <laughs> Easy. <laughs> and, and I imagine that like the majority of the money in, into this like Pokemon training system probably comes from the gyms. Yeah. yeah. So like gyms are probably they've got like ad ad revenue yeah. shit like right. that. So then that well, that's why then, they always have the audience. Right. And that's kind of the part of the pull of getting people to come fight them at the gyms is that if a trainer wins, they also get a monetary yeah. uh, reward. Mm-hmm, right, mm-hmm. so then that money then is now in the trainer's sure pocket, and thing. then trainers fight out in the wild, and then you know, like it's it, money the, is you're their the system. best animal slaver around. Good job, yeah, here's money. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, your animals not only in your animals love being enslaved for you. Yeah, yeah. See, 
I just imagine that this is all done so that if there's ever a war, if you have a really good Pokemon system in your country, yeah, anyone going to war with you is going to fuck with some serious masters. Oh, true. Oh, so, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Well, it's kind of <laughs> oh, like, like airbending yeah, yeah. fighting, except for not except with people, not Pokemon. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, oh, no, we train. Oh, yeah, it's totally just for calming ourselves in martial arts. It's not for going to war, potentially. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And all of a sudden, fucking 50 Charizards swarm like <laughs> Russia. Like, Moscow's fucked. Everything like, <laughs> was calm until the Charizards attacked. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god! All Sorry, did... Now oh. I'm imagining the, the 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 flight of the Valkyries. Oh, fucking Charizards! Fucking! It's like you got a bunch of guys with like riflemen in a trench, and then a magmar comes up and just spews a bunch of guys to fucking like ash. Yeah, a war movie with Pokemon would be awesome. Oh god! Huh? So you don't have flamethrower troops; you got magmars. Yeah. Absolutely. you Sorry. Now I'm imagining you're just flying over with I don't know. You're uh, probably just some random flying, large flying Pokemon, and then you just have beneath them like a chain of electro electorbs and Voltorbs, and they're just dropping them. Yeah. <laughs> oh the, yeah. The just land, boom, boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like big EMPs or something. Yeah. Yeah. Someone would whip a Pokeball and it would drop like yeah, a Voltorb and that self destructs. Yeah, like you don't have grenade. grenades. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's brutal. Man, there's there could be some fun shit. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. that's the future Pokemon for sure. Oh yeah, so, yeah 100%. that's the gritty. That's the gritty. Uh, uh, what's what's the name of the guy who did Dun- who directed Dunkirk? Yeah, well, this thing about a bunch of uh, Pidgeotos <laughs> and stuff like that are just carrying Weezings and they drop them into a field and everyone gets gassed. So you're talking the, Chris- the Christopher Nolan <laughs> Christopher Pokemon? Nolan, yeah. Pokemon, yeah. If we're gonna take Pokemon, we have to take it seriously. And what would it be like in real life? <laughs> this is what we're Detective Nolan Pikachu is like Joker. <laughs> Why so serious? <laughs> I can see Meowth doing that. <laughs> Meowth would do. <laughs> Why so serious? He does That's the, right. He does the magic trick with Jesse from Team Rocket. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's not about the money. <laughs> it's about the slowpoke tails. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Oh, I like this dark alternate future of Pokémon. This is really good. Yeah, man. So, good stuff. Uh other news to come out here, other news updates. Regarding uh, No Man's Sky Beyond is out. This is the yeah. uh, allegedly the final iteration of No Man's Sky that now includes VR. The look um, we did it right version. Yep. Yep. So it's the right version. It includes VR. It's the thing that is really making me want to get into VR personally. So this, and then uh, maybe for Skyrim too. We'll throw some Skyrim on. Honestly, um, Skyrim's yeah, not no, that no, great. No, Amanda loves it because she, you know, she didn't even play through it all. It's all right. Yeah, it, that's all I'm expecting. I just it, want to be it, in. It's it. honestly, I just you, if you want, like you're in it. no, if you want you VR don't. that feels a little more like you're in it, Fallout's a better play than than. Skyrim. I would also do Fallout. Yeah, absolutely. Any anything Bethesda? Because I, 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 I have I've had both Skyrim and Fallout. I've returned Skyrim. I love Fallout. Fallout Four. Yeah, interesting. Huh. The problem is, I find a lot of the games. A lo- uh, I think the only game that made me think, air quotes. Um, I'm pretty good at the division of yeah, yeah. Of, of that mentality. Um, the only game that made me feel and made me like dodge out of the way of something because I was so engrossed into like that yeah. world was um, Super Hot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That Super was the only game that. that gave yeah. me the feeling of like I saw a bullet and went and I, I did this thing where I saw like, for those who don't who've never played Super Hot, the game on time in the game only moves forward when you move. Yeah. So in the computer, it was always a lot easier because you don't realize the little twitches that your body does. Yeah. So you're constantly moving yeah. in VR because your hands are constantly just jittering a bit and the game takes yeah. that into account. And, and you're dodging bullets and there's yeah. like paraphernalia around cups and yeah, whatever that you can throw at your enemies. Like but just... there are times when I'll, I'll look to the right and then see a bullet and then my brain just goes, holy shit, get out of the way, not realizing, yeah. no, no, time has stopped. 
do it slowly, and I'll just panic and move my head. Obviously, I'll get shot because if you do it quickly, you, you can't dodge it. But you'll, you'll I'll do a thing where I twitch because, holy shit, there's a bullet right there. Yeah. And that's the only time I've ever had that. When feeling. I try that game, same thing. But when I try every VR game, kind of the same thing. Really? So, yeah, really I dodge like everything. Into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I dodge it's different everything. for everybody, yeah. for sure. Um, if you really want to fuck with yourself, play the Resident Evil, is it 7 on oh, VR? Oh, God. That's, oh, that would be freaky. Because it's, it's a first-person Resident Evil game. Oh, shit. That would be intense. And it takes place in, like, I don't know, the South. <laughs> yeah. Like you oh. the south, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, redneck zombies. Oh, yeah, man wearing like a pig's head oh, with a well. chainsaw. Yeah, <laughs> looks yeah. sweet. It, nice. It's uh, yeah, that's it's creepy as fuck. Oh, yeah, yeah, it would be. So it's the the actual future of, of the deep south in America. <laughs> no, it's actually <laughs> kind of crazy though. Like, uh, and I've always said this, but y- yeah, you have VR as well, Adam. You can definitely tell like VR is going to legitimately be a thing. I think of the future. Um, and we've got the numbers to support that it's a living, thriving industry. So I don't think it's going anywhere. I'm not a hundred. I don't. VR as we see it right now, definitely not. No, 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 no. It, yeah. it, there, there's going to have to be. It's it's starting to get down to the to a reasonable price. Right. Right. And the requirements and are severely reducing. Yeah. So I think that that's an important key. Yeah. Um, I still think it needs to go down a bit more. It does. And then it has to. The problem is, is right now we don't have a very good fidelity. No, no, no. It's not even fidelity. Uh, people don't care that much about fidelity. We play a lot of like eight bit. That's fair. A lot of famous games are eight bit. I, right I think now. it's a little different for VR. But you may not be wrong. Um, but what no? What I mean by that is, um, they don't have a lot of oh, fuck, uh, um, games that I feel like I interact with usefully. That VR allows me to interact with it so differently. A lot of the VR games that I played that I enjoyed, aside from Super Hot and Beat Saber, are basically just a wraparound screen. Right? You still tend to use a controller or a mouse and keyboard, or and and really you're like, oh, well, you use the sticks. But when you're in Skyrim, using the sticks is no different than using mouse and keyboard. You're not you're not walking. You're not you're not getting that feeling of you're teleporting everywhere. Or oh, that's right. Yeah, because you click to teleport. Oh, you don't it's, have it's to Fallout the same way. It's Fallout the same way though. Yeah. Is Fallout the same way? You click and... You can turn it on or off. Yeah, it's different. You okay. You can do it two different ways. Yeah, you, it's for those who are who get motion sickness, yeah. they can turn on the teleporting. Okay. And yeah. for those who don't, you can just move with the... Okay. Yes. It's, but it's now, still ultimately just using... It, it would be no different using these controllers than it would be like a regular controller. I think... So I don't, I think, I don't feel like the interaction is there yet. I think by the end of the year, I'm going to have my cyber shoes... And we'll see how much better that is. <laughs> yeah, but then that comes down to the problem: is who's going to get cyber? No, I know, I know, I know. It, I don't feel like the in, I don't feel it like needs games to be a are package. designed for VR yet. Ow. No, they're not. There's a lot of games yeah. that are designed for regular and then adapted, adapted, and I don't feel like it works that well. There no, are games right. that were designed for VR. Like I feel like Super Hot was designed for VR. Yeah, and it does a fantastic job. Beat Saber was designed for VR, and it does a good job. I mean, it's a simple concept, but. It I mean, it's simple, done well. We've seen how well it's done financially. Oh, for sure, yeah. yeah. But that's my point. I don't. I don't feel like games have been designed properly for it to really get you involved. I don't disagree. It. I think there's some that do it better than others. Super Hot's a great example because we know Super Hot was originally not designed for VR. It wasn't. No, it was. Oh, uh, it was interesting. Just a PC game. I didn't know that. Weird. I thought it was designed for VR. It works. It works really well as VR. See, I would. I'm under the impression that it was the the PC first, and then they're like, "Oh shit, this would be amazing in VR," and then they adapted it. All right. Here's the thing. I can be wrong. I have been wrong mm. in the past, so I, I just assume it's worth looking up later. That's all I'm saying. Not right now, but later on. Yeah. 
Cool. Uh, next bit of news going on. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard this. Iron Man slash Tony Stark will be featured allegedly in the Black Widow film. So sure, he'll it's a historical, right? Because right? it's, it's it takes place somewhere in in the history of the MCU. Wait, so he's so. still is, so da- Downey Jr. is still showing back up again every once in a while. Yeah, I yeah. don't think he hits the role as much as people think he does. I think he just wanted to be free up to do other things. Well, I think he wanted to be free of the contract. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not. Maybe he didn't want to be free of fifty million dollars of film. I don't know. <laughs> or maybe maybe Marvel wanted to be free of that. Yeah, I don't maybe. know. But uh, I think honestly, like, and, and there's still a chance. Honestly, I still have a gut in my gut. I feel like. They will find a way to bring Tony Stark back into the standard MCU at some point They'll in the future. They'll bring him back when sales dip enough. Yeah, I think That's you're right. going to happen. You're right. I can see that. They're yeah. going to bring him back as old man... So it's twenty. It's twenty twenty two. Like we're we're starting to feel the fatigue from the next from the next phase, yeah. right? We're getting close to the end. They're they're starting to pump no. out some Ant Mans, and uh, and they need a boost. Yeah, they, there's no Spidey because Sony took him back. Oh, yeah. Sony Sony's busy tanking hey, Spidey that was and Venom. Like the roller coaster <laughs> of an emotion because it was like we're losing Spider Man. No, they came to an agreement. No, we're losing Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but wait, it might not be over forever, but it is over. <laughs> but wait, there's more. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that's that, what it felt like, man. It was yeah. brutal. I think the time that we'll see Tony is going to be when Ultimus shows up and the other dimensions start playing a whole role. That's when we'll see yeah. multiple Tony Stark again. Yeah. That, that's, that's when I figured they'd bring him in, too, is because then they could bring in just some near parallel universe version yeah. of, you know. I wouldn't mind if they did the same story. And this, it would actually be pretty interesting to see. So there is a story. I don't remember the exact details as to why or what happened. But there's a story where all of the Reed Richards, so that, you know, the Mr. Yeah. Stretch from yeah. Fantastic Four. He he's considered one of the smartest people on the planet, even yes. beyond Tony. Yeah, right. So on and so yep. forth. And the idea was, you know, you know the 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 joke with all the Rickality um, and yeah, Rick and yeah, Morty, yeah. where the, all the, the Ricks uh, do the Citadel, Ricks. the Council yeah. of Ricks, and do the yeah. Citadel Ricks right. everything. Well, there is a storyline where Reeds did the same thing. thing yeah. He grabbed all of the greatest minds, which is himself. All, and because they all had a universal to like sort of fight themselves because there was one Reed that was becoming bad, bad, and so they all bound together to fight him. Yeah, type of thing. sweet. And so he just randomly got pulled into extra dimensional Reeds everywhere. Yeah, and he had to deal with himself. That's so cool. Like that. That's so cool. So I would love to see a Tony Stark because they can, you know, they, you could easily take okay, Tony Stark's the smartest man in, in yeah. the MCU. You just take him out of instead of Reeds, you just make it Tony and mm-hmm. easily mm-hmm. exchangeable. See, I would and, be, and it'd be interesting to see all the different Tonys, like the serious Tony, the Tony who never drank, the Tony who, who, who you know, his dad never died. His dad never died. The Tony who, yeah. the Tony who's actually it's his dad. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, the Tony who didn't die at the, the fight with Thanos and what he would have become afterwards. And Female so, Tony. Female Tony. <laughs> like you know, what I mean? it would be interesting <laughs> to see all the different Tonys. On, yeah. You Robert Downey Jr. really stretch out and become different characters. Yeah. yeah. I would be more interested to see a dimension where they're like, oh, shit, we found another Tony. And you find out that he's, like, one that went off the deep end. And, like, when he made Ultron, like, because, like, say, assuming that he made Ultron this reality as well, mm-hmm. that it's, like, he made him as, like, an ally or, like, bound him as, like, a minion kind of thing and just, like, kind of took over the world. He's oh, like, yeah. I'm going to make sure everything's safe by get, taking away the sticks from everybody. Yeah, he went yeah. very, like, uh, tyrant. authoritative. Yeah. Tyrant. yeah, that would be a very interesting. Like, and then he comes over, he's like, sweet resources easily acquired. Because it's like, if they're alternate realities, everyone, let's say, all understands English, so everyone knows how to use the technology from this area, just steal it over yeah, to my Yeah, you can even see him going, like, hey, you know, I, I see what you guys did with 
um, you know, just be aware. And that that could be one of his arguments where he shows up to try and fuck with us and do stuff. And oh, your Tony died. Well, of course he died. He fucked up. He didn't yeah. do it right. Look, I stopped Thanos before this ever became a problem in my universe. Yeah, yeah. And and he's like, now right. I realize that you know because of the time and dimension jumping that, that I'm did, right, he's justified. Yeah, and he's yeah. justified yeah. that like, hey, because of the time jumps that you and the dimension jumps that you did. Your dimension and time jumping affected my dimension. Yes. And I realized this and went, holy fuck, I got to put all y'all down. Yeah. Because That would be cool. Uh, I, I don't just have to worry about the threats in my universe. Yeah. I now have to worry about the threats in all universes. Which Tony Stark would do. Like, that would be totally in line with his character as yeah. well. Yeah. Totally. And then uh, one of <laughs> That's piece... a really cool path. Yeah. Nice, yeah. nice path you, you let us down You'd there, get right? all the fucked up villains, too. Like, you could sweet. get the Hulk. That's evil. You could get... Tons of characters, yeah. right? Because you could just flip yeah. the coins. Well, what you would do is you'd have you have the Marvels from the two different universes, and you have like Hulk, who's been deteriorated, and you know, kind of like that Superman that from yeah. Flashpoint. Paradox, oh, right, yeah. He was like super weak because he, you know, yeah. You can imagine a world where Tony's like, no, I need to shut the Hulk down, but I can't kill the Hulk because his power doesn't like he just keeps regenerating. So all I can do is shut him down. So he put him in a state where like he just is dim- like like cry- emaciated, or even cryo, cryo, or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. That'd be sweet. Like, you could just see him. How would I fuck <laughs> teamed up, up with heroes? the Red Hulk? <laughs> yeah. Speaking yeah. speaking of Red Hulk, one little just aside. It's not really in my notes or anything, mm-hmm. but we have a, uh, a a good a nighttime book for the baby called Good Night Groot. And uh-huh. uh, in Good Night Groot, it's every page has like different characters on it that they're yeah. sort of showcasing. One page actually has the current Marvel rendition of Moon Knight, which is interesting. Nice. A little more comic-y. And then another page actually has She Hulk and Red Hulk on it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Which is really interesting. And this is this has come out like just in the last years. This is currently their characters, right? Disney's characters. And then uh, one page even has uh, Miss Marvel. So, yeah, yeah, really, really interesting that uh, now we're starting to see the TV series come out with Miss Marvel and mm. She-Hulk, but they also showcased Red Hulk, which might make an appearance in the She-Hulk series. Uh, it's really, really, and of course, Moon Knight now has a series in development nice. as well. So, yeah. It's, is that a movie uh, or is that a series? Moon Knight. Uh, it's a series. Yep. Better. Yep. Awesome. I don't know if I had to choose my my favorite Marvel um, book crossovers. Yeah, uh, for like kids, it would probably Spider-Man be Spider-Man Samuel Jackson's uh, <laughs> "Go the Fuck to Sleep." Yes. Oh, yes. That. <laughs> with Nick I... Fury. Yeah, with Nick Fury. Nick Fury's "Go the Fuck to Sleep." Yeah, yeah. I thought they were making like uh, a sequel to that. No, I, I don't know. I thought they were, I thought they were writing a sequel to it. Anyway, so one more last bit of Marvel news. Been a bit of controversy in the, uh, I guess, in the Marvel space. And I'm not sure where this bit of news came from, but Marvel is reportedly considering people of color for roles such as Magneto and Professor X for the X-Men reboots. Okay. So just, yeah, it's kind of interesting they went that way. But, of course, online there's a bit of blowback and social yeah. media from people who, one, either don't want to mess uh, th- with the characters this is or gonna two, stop be a problem. don't like people to It's going to stop being a problem if they stop announcing that they're doing it that way. Just, I don't think just, they announced just it. Just I, I think there was casting calls. But I, I think they, they had then to announce are... because people would figure it out. And then yeah. But I mean, it. like, no, I mean, like, just when, they're, when you're casting for stuff, don't there, specify race. There if are you certain, don't want it to be a problem, th- There are certain do things that, that I think the race is important. There are certain roles that I think race is important on. Uh, Magneto and Professor X are not those. Yeah. They're about their age. And the idea is they're supposed to be like veterans of a war. So right. if they got like, that's why I didn't really like McAvoy. Yeah. If they get young people, you don't get that same, um, I've been through the ringer. I know yeah. what it's like on the other yeah. side where the idea is these are two people who fought the same war mm. together. Yeah. And because of their experiences during that war, 
Of they diverged, diverged yeah. opinions, and they have very yeah. strong opinions on both sides. And it, it's about how one experience can be interpreted in two different ways. Right. That's the whole point of Magneto and Professor yeah. X. Yeah, it's not. It's not like they're actually after each other's throats either. They're like, how no. do I shut this guy down without killing exactly? Yeah, they yeah. yeah. Each other. They're yeah. always in each other way, right? And yeah. trying to get one another out of their way. So they're, they're playing chess, the not yeah. not street war. Right. Yeah, right. and, and yeah. I I don't like. Oh, why can't he be black? I don't give a fuck. I'm actually that's yeah. not important to that character. No, it's not. I'm actually glad that that's it's. It seems like. In, in a future where Marvel is handling the X-Men, I hope that this is the route they go where they really focus on that dichotomy and that relationship and that sort of... Uh, I would uh, love for someone to just focus on those two. Yeah, yeah, and, and just center it around them. And then the other characters come in around them, but they are still the focus of it. Yeah. Uh, I think that'd be really, really more cool. more about their difference in ideologies. Yeah, yeah. The the really impressive thing is going to be who do they cast as Wolverine now? Because fuck, those cool. are shoes to fill. Yeah, yeah, yeah they are. Don't. That's the answer. Don't for a very long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's already been a while. It's been a couple of years since Logan, right? That yeah, was 2017. You need to wait for even longer. Yeah, you need yeah. to wait for us to. Oh no, I, I don't. Yeah. Honestly, I don't think we'll see an X Men film until maybe if we're lucky, like 2022, well, they 2023. Have to keep producing them because otherwise, Fox they lose, will the, lose rights. the rights. Yeah. Oh yeah, we'll see more of them. They're yeah, yeah. gonna be shit. Well, I think. Uh, oh no, Fo- Fox has lost. Right, they're done. Yeah. So Fox is done. It's Marvel now. It's all Marvel now. Do they? Oh, the, did they get bought? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It's Wait, it's officially Sorry, after I after. Totally it's okay. No, no. Because after Phoenix, it was done. Because I remember thinking, oh, Deadpool's now bought in because he's mute. He's under the mutant category. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. That's right. So yeah, so they have all of it now. Okay. Well, and Fantastic Four. Which so I'm then we can we about. could see one. I. It would be tough to see who they're gonna, who Marvel would put in as Wolverine because they do a pretty good job at hiring. Yeah, mm-hmm. they do. They cast well. They cast well usually. Usually, yeah. they can do like an old Wolverine. Danny I, I am. <laughs> oh my god! Did you say Devito? Yeah, I can't, I can't even do Devito's voice to make the joke that I want to make. Yeah, rum ham. <laughs> see, it's always sunny. So oh, I got a rum yeah. ham. Yeah, I, I yeah. I started watching it, didn't quite finish it, but... Oh, dude, I have it all on DVD. You can borrow it anytime. <laughs> oh, I... One of my favorite shows. I have it illicitly. Who, who would you even cast as a Wolverine? I can't even think of an actor. Oh, she's like... on Netflix. Well, um, I, I can't think of the names offhand, but you, you know who played Thorin in the Hobbit series? So that guy? He was the main... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, he's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't remember the actor's yeah, name could, offhand. Yeah, he, he could do it. Wolverine? But I think he was he was one of the front runners at one time for, for Marvel's Wolverine. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He's the uh, main dwarf. Yeah. Yeah. You got it, Thorin. Okay, yeah. yeah, I could see it. He's got he's got the the range, like the facial range for yeah. Wolverine, which is like being able to be cool and collected to really pissed off. Yeah, and, and they kind of like in a, in a really I think he's way. a taller guy, but they they showed how he could oh, be a bulky, yeah. shorter character in I, the I Hobbit thought, as what's a his dwarf. Face was also pretty tall. Uh, yeah, Hugh Jackman. Hugh I Jackman, think he is. I think yeah, he's yeah, pretty tall. Yeah, and obviously he played like a, a very slender, muscular build. You know yeah. what I mean? Compared to the Wolverine, maybe from the comics that we were used to when we were younger, no, which Wolverine's is definitely short. Yeah, I was oh. imagining would be short and squat and like very oh, built, yeah, more very more squatty and yeah, more. Yeah. Okay, that could, right. that could be fooled with camera angle. Though. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I, th- I think he'd be. A I didn't really think good that, option, he was, that he was always short. I didn't view Wolverine as always necessarily short. I always kind of imagined it like he was short. He was known for being short, but he also hunched, which made it worse. Like, yeah, because he was always kind of hunched over like an animal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, they got to do that more. Because Hugh It'd be Jackman hard on an actor, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, It'll always be hunched. I mean, like that. playing Wolverine was definitely hard on Hugh Jackman. So true. Yeah. yeah, man, he was ready to get out of that. He did One... a great job, though. Just oh, to... obviously the legendary. I mean, how could? 
I don't think it could ever be topped, but it it's will... weird. But I think his old man Logan was better than he ever did as like I totally agree. the normal. Young totally, Logan. absolutely. Logan. So because that character had a lot more depth and it was a lived-in character, yeah, right. So and I think that's what made all the difference for him. I think he genuinely enjoyed playing that version of Wolverine. Yeah, well, I don't know that he genuinely enjoyed playing the other ones. I think yeah. he liked the role, but I, and he liked the paycheck certainly. <laughs> but but I think Logan, you could tell, man, he was just he was married to that. In, I, I in think a it was mostly way. because. The Wolverines and the other ones were kind of the writing. You could tell it wasn't necessarily him. It was the writing was kind of one dimensional. Yep. Whereas yep. Old Man Logan, he was able to no no. Imagine playing this like and it actually helped that he played this character for that long. He yeah. really understands what this character air quotes went through. Right. Right. So I actually awesome. really liked Patrick Stewart in Old Man Logan as well because we got to see. Oh yeah. I mean, he's already he's a great actor. Oh yeah. But like, can't go wrong. But the fact that we got to see that him play that side of the character was yeah. phenomenal because it's a character that he also has played for a long yes. time. Yeah. But all not just that though, but he's done so many crazy roles that allowed him to really show the breakdown of the psyche of that character, yeah. which was yeah. fun. And honestly, both of these guys in this film unburdened by the X Men. Right, so yeah, it kind yeah. of allowed the characters to really breathe in a really special way. So something right. in the future, hopefully Marvel sees, is that you have to let these characters breathe, similar to what they did setting up the MCU currently, and giving characters their own films and their own backstories, and really taking a lot of time and care with that. They took years and years and years to do it. So hopefully they do the same here. It's hard to build a movie with a lot of characters that have... It's hard to build a movie, the more... Char- it, it sounds weird, but the more character a movie has, the less character story it has. Totally. Yeah. I think is the best way to word it. That's accurate. Totally. Because even Avengers, you really, there was no character development for the for Yeah, but the, there was... Fat Thor. I need a... <laughs> yeah. I wasn't even talking about that. I was talking about the first one. Yeah. Oh, you need okay. to realize, though, that with those movies, those movies are not for characters. Those are the comic books. Yes. Yeah. Like, that, like, the movies that all build up, like all of the origin movies, right? Like Black Panther yeah. and, and Doctor Strange. Like, those standalone movies build into... They call them like the first act, whereas the Avengers is the final act. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like it, it's a it's matter the payoff. of payoff. It's the payoff. Yeah. Yep. So it's so those not having a lot of character development, you kind of take that in stride because you sure. realize like, hey, there is only so much they can do. We need to dedicate ourselves to this villain threat that they're dealing. It's with. It's allowed to have it because yeah. we because spend of so the much foundation time over here. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, you lay the foundation and then you make the. Payoff. That's what I mean. Yeah. The Xbox, the Xbox, the X Men <laughs> ones don't do that, and that's where they no. lose. Is yes. you don't have the, I know, like every time they do an X Men movie, they're like, okay, here's Cyclops. And you're like, okay, who is this? Like, I get who Cyclops is, but who is this Cyclops? Yes, and you don't, and everyone's like, well, I'm sick and tired of origin stories. Like, I, I get it. I get it. Cyclops has never had but, even but remotely an origin the, the problem, in a film. They don't need to do an origin story, especially not for the X-Men. All they need to do is they need to do a mission where that character kind of gets separated in some way. Yes. And then focus on that character. So you can learn about yeah, that character. You're right. That yes. You're right. Character. Yeah, yeah. It just needs right. to be a, a movie f- with them as the focus. It doesn't need to be them exclusively. We could see the rest of the X-Men in that movie from time to time like because they might be doing an operation together. Yeah. But if the focus remains on the one character then we just kind of know how that plays out. Yeah. And that's that's the important part. And the X-Men had tons of missions. They went on like nightly practically. Oh, like like yeah, it yeah. was like all the time. So right. like, you could easily do that. And as you put out more of these movies, focusing on each of the X-Men, you'll get a greater appreciation for them as a whole yes. when the final payoff happens. Right. Because you've seen them all even interacting within their own movies. Who yep. do you think they'd set up as a sort of a story arc villain for the X-Men? If they were to do that and kind I mean, of do separate films and origin films and what Magneto. have you. I think they would start, you should start with Magneto. You should start with 
I would personally start with a movie. I, I this would be very hard to write. I admit this. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I would do it, but I'm also not a writer. Um, I would start with a story that didn't make. There was no, and it sounds weird to say, no villain. Hmm. Mm-hmm. The villain is who you decide is the villain. So, I might come out of that going, Magneto was the villain. But you uh, might come out of this, Rob, saying, no, no, Xavier is the villain. Yeah, the writing would have to be I so nuanced. The writing yeah. would have to be very nuanced, and so would the acting. But yeah, I think yeah. if you did that, that is so different yeah. from any other movies, mm-hmm. that that would really go, you know, kick in, the, that, that, that's the kick in the high gear. You yeah. would have these visions. What you would do is you would actually, you'd have some movies, not just, you normally think about like the Avengers. You didn't have a build-up movie that showed Thanos and his story. His story was told throughout the yeah, Avengers series. movies. Yeah, Infinity War. Yeah. What I would do is I would spend a movie, I would spend a movie where it was, or I'd spend multiple movies where on one hand I'd have a story about the X-Men in its own movie and you'd talk about maybe some of the key But X-Men. then you'd do another one for like and then you do one for the or whatever. For, for the Brotherhood. Yeah. And you talk about some of the Brotherhood members yeah. and how they joined the Brotherhood and why they joined the Brotherhood. Right. And maybe they could be members from the other movies. I don't know. It doesn't matter because some people kind of yeah, go back yeah, and yeah. forth. And then you would make the Avengers movie, yeah. if you will, like the, the payoff movie, be about... Um, Those two sides. Not just the two sides, but you'd make them about um, Xavier. Like throughout these movies, you'd see Xavier show up and say something. Or yeah. Magneto show up and say something. And you kind of get an idea of them, but you don't understand why they say it. They're an enigma in, in that world. And that's because they're right. a leader. They're, an enigmatic, they're both yeah. enigmatic leaders. And then you have the final movie, the... The, the the main one, the Avengers, you know, culmination, right. be about those two's history. Okay. So you they are the villains of themselves. That's the whole point. Yeah. Right? yeah. Then you, you start to learn that's about deep, them. Man. That's deep. And then once you've done that, you go, holy shit. But they would make different. for some fucking good movies. It would make for some yeah, interesting yeah, yeah. It would yeah. make, make for, what you, what a key is, it would make for arguments. Yeah. yeah. Which is what you want. Which is right. what you want. Because yeah, it doesn't the hype. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, it, it would really pay off if they did do that and i mean even if they did the character focused movies beforehand if those focus movies were if uh like let's just say wolverine was the focus mm-hmm. that at some point he encounters Sabretooth, and like the, you kind of see the story between those two unfold yes and then like okay so if we're focusing on storm then whoever her counterpart is not coming to mind right now if you're focusing on her like that, you'd see Someone that rival, in the brotherhood. right? Something in the brotherhood that's that character's rival. So then, when that actual clash goes, you have history on both sides yes. for everybody. Yeah, and that would just be that would pull so many more people in. I think because the reason why a lot of people were so empathetic with Thanos is because they knew more of his story. Yes, yeah, than they did with the other villains who right. were just like ah copy paste villain. Like, yeah, yeah, like a lot of them are just spaghetti villains because they're just there. Mm-hmm. The only exception of that, I think, is Vulture. Which is uh, the first Spider-Man villain? Yeah, the, you're the right. Ones. They, they got he, a lot more because he had a personal relationship yeah, he, with with Peter Parker. Yeah, yeah, and he was fantastic. a and he was a fantastic villain because you also felt bad for him because yeah. like he was like legitimately trying to keep the jobs of his guys going. Yeah, it mm. wasn't just about his family; it was about you know his employees and their families. Yeah, so like it was it was really impressive to see that kind of come into into focus during the fighting because like even at the end he doesn't try to kill spider-man he just tries to make off with the goods and everything blows up right and like you're like wow like that's he's he's true to form for what he's doing he's not going maniacal for no reason i completely agree and that's exactly what it would be you'd have this view of who do i back yeah i get these guys are more um intense the brotherhood is more intense but maybe they're right and you'd have this difference of opinion and eventually lead up to these two being the villain and then maybe the next arc can be like apocalypse or yeah or whatever yeah again 
A better apocalypse. A better yeah, apocalypse. Yeah, yeah. So uh, one last bit of news here. I guess it turned out to be kind of a news-heavy episode for us to discuss. But uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake, they announced this week, is getting an active time battle system, meaning as an alternative to the real-time battle system of the more modern Final Fantasy games, like Final Fantasy XV, they'll still have active time battle, which is the classic turn-based RPG formula. So where you wait and, and your turn sort of takes its time, then the enemy turn takes its time, then you get to go again. That's the active time battle system. Oh, but that, that's like the thing where your character builds up the, the bar. The, I get to then... do stuff bar. You do stuff. That as well. Back to zero that as well. Limit breaks and things like that, right? So no, I'm not talking about limit Yeah, no, no. He's talking about the actual turn timer. Turn timer. Oh, yeah. It, based on character, not like... I go, then you go. Right. Then all You're right. my characters go, then you go. No, no, You're right. this character has a bar that builds up. Yeah. And depending on his speed stat, it builds up faster. You got it. Yeah. So if there's a boss that maybe has a very high speed stat, they could take multiple turns for every one of your turns, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah. they're going to have that as an alternative style of gameplay for, for the people who want to play it more classic style to the more modern style, which is a lot like Final Fantasy XV, which is real-time combat, where you're you're actively engaged in combat. So every button you press initiates an attack. Oh, no, you I still set up yeah. sort of like macros for magic and things like that on the controller, but for, yeah. for the most part, you're, you're so active. I, I, you're running I'm around I'm a classic game player, to yeah, be honest, so if, for these kind of games. like I, I like having stuff that's active, but not in this kind of game. Yeah. That's all. I think well, it's just because we're older now and we don't really no, want to be no, button mashing even, to stuff. I, I want to just sit there and okay, push a button. I actually dig the, the newer style. So no, I'll probably, when I play it through the first time, I'll probably play it through with the new system yeah. um, just, just to try it out. That's fine. And I'm going to have to go try it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not condemning them for putting oh, this in. But God the no. thing is, like, at the same time, <laughs> um, for them to have even like, question, like, not bringing up the original system for combat, I would have been, been taken aback by that. Didn't seem like they were a, talking about it. That's like they a, weren't talking about it until this week. Yeah, but like like that isn't a remake. Then that's like fuck. What is that? It's kind. I of guess it's remake. kind of a remake, but it's like, remake. but it's not a remake. A remake done. entitled it's only. Not a remaster. It's a remake. No, no, no. no I know different. that you're right. Yes, but I mean, like, it's not. But it's not really Final Fantasy VII at that yeah. point. So it's not really a remake. It's, kind it's of really weird. more like a reimagining. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, if we made this game fresh from today, yeah. using the same character, same setting, same storyline, what would that be? Yeah, but yeah. Yeah. New, yeah, yeah, that's more of a, I would call that a reimagining. Yeah, yeah that's, I'd put that in yeah. that. Category. It's a good way to put it. Yeah, no, yeah, but I'm I'm Final so, Fantasy VII reimagined. Which, by the way, have you have you seen the footage that they showcased? Oh, gorgeous, oh, well, it's yeah. amazing. Oh, so I, I'm actually, I can't wait. And then it looks like they took the um the uh, oh, not summons but like Shiva and all yeah, that, and they pushed them earlier. Cause yeah, they, yeah, because they showed a Frit in it too, and yeah. I'm like, oh, you don't get him until like. After, after, well, yeah, after yeah. Midgard. So, but I think that's the thing is they've expanded Midgard now to the point where like it's the it's a full. They're basically advertising this as a full game, right? Yeah. So and then and then this gonna be like Final Fantasy VII remake part one, and then part two is maybe the portion that takes place outside of Midgar, yeah. um, or there could be three parts. We don't know. They haven't really said how many parts there's going to be. I think I think they speculated it would be four. Yeah, I think right. That, I can see that. To me, about this game is there, there's a lot of going on with nostalgia and re, redeveloping games for nostalgia. Oh yeah, so big time. Forth. And it is very rare. In fact, this is the first time where because I, I'm, I would consider myself one of the original, like close, not quite original years, but gamers. You're gamers. About, yeah. I'm, I'm in the older category. I'm yeah. not quite Paul level or category where I played DOS games. But I did. What? Well, we, we were Rob's alive. over here like, playing. We played no, late, humorous, if you will. Yeah. Rob's over here playing Wizardry and Ultima. Yeah, <laughs> no, like I, I, no, played, played I played like old Hexen and shit. Oh, yeah. like that's that awesome, too, man. Yeah. yeah, we played a lot of those games, but because I, I also knew some kids that were older than me that were into them, so yeah, like I got them that way. But a lot of the games that are coming around now are remakes of games when I was a kid. Super yep. Nintendo games, Nintendo games, yep. things like that. 
And so 90% of the time, everyone's like, whoa, they're creating this game that you played as a, a shit ton as a kid. And I'm like, yeah, I did play a shit ton of that. That's So I, I always have the feeling of nostalgia. This is the first time where I've come across a game I've never even played. Yeah. And I'm going into it going, great, I finally get to partake in this, in mm-hmm. this yeah. nostalgia, in this, in this group now. Yeah. It never once well, have I cool. been on the outside of this of yeah. that community yeah. and gone, this is an opportunity. It's kind of like the WoW Classic. This is now an opportunity for me to join said community yes in a way that is more comfortable because it's up to date yeah correct yeah, yeah. I, I never owned a playstation yeah um I, I went i went straight from super nintendo to playstation 2 nice um so i never yeah. played final fantasy and it's over the course of the x amount of years in the past it's near impossible for me to go back and play that game i'd fucking want to drill out my eye <laughs> no, no game really sorry no yeah, that's yeah. It. select one game in your repertoire of games one or two, one or two games, let's say, that you would love to see remaked. Like, just get the full remake treatment, like the Final Fantasy VII and the Re- Resident Evil Two. Could, could it be a no, remake? No, I'm talking. No, I'm talking remake. So new like, graphics, basically. No, 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 no. Like, Final Fantasy here is getting an update in some system as well, yeah. and, and some of the story and whatnot. It's getting kind of like a, a, a nice wash, but it's essentially the same game. Mm-hmm. So a remake. You know, but I'm not saying a remaster is something where they've where they do come in and they do clean up work, they do some fixing and they tweak things, but overall it just becomes a modern game. Because I can think of two fantastic. Well, we were examples. just talking about one earlier. I mean, I would love to see a similar treatment as what we're getting with Final Fantasy VII right now with Chrono Trigger. Yeah. So, which is the most overlooked freaking game of all time, and also uh, we talk about this one often. Probably Final Fantasy Tactics would be a good candidate, yeah. I would think. Tactics would be a good modernization. Tactics, so think tactics. of that like tactics. set up like a like a what were we just playing? Fire Emblem. Yep. So some of that the very fleshed out version like that. Yep. Tactics would be great. I don't necessarily agree with you on Chrono Trigger. Really? Um, I think the only thing they could gain from it, and they would have to work very hard at it. Yeah. Would be like if they were to like voice acting. Yeah. I think the but graphics... Chrono was Chrono a silent protagonist? This is Chrono was yes. Yeah. Yeah. But all the other characters who were... Chrono really wasn't that interesting of a character. In no, he wasn't. Well, he was, he, a, he was a self-insert. He was a self-insert. Yeah, he was an empty vessel. And literally, they kind of make a comment about that. But he, he was he's sort of... <laughs> yeah, a, actually. They kind of... It's, it's kind of the theme. Um, he's an empty vessel. And it's everyone else around in the world that's more interesting. Um, so I'm okay with that. Just leave him to do the Zelda thing where he just... But let me, let me show you this. I have this on my phone. N- is this no, the Unreal Engine one? No, yeah, that they had from a while ago. Yeah, I've seen that. It's so sweet looking. Yeah, it's it's, it's Chrono at the festival on on the first day on the first day of the festival, and you see Marlon in the background. Yeah, it's, and it's uh, the, the bell, the lean bell at the yeah, yeah, yeah. Start. And it's so cool. It looks awesome. I would love to see it's a Chrono trigger pain, like that. But I I don't yeah, know yeah. if I'd really yeah. Care this is just a rendering. But yeah, yeah, I wouldn't care to see a game like the combat to me was amazing and untouchable. The combat system, true. Yeah. I. I I don't want it to be turned into an action game. I don't really want so, to change it. So what games would you pick? I don't know. It's hard for me. Because um, a lot of the games I would say kind of already have that done. See, I, I know there's two games in the back of my mind. I mean, Tactics already haven't been said. I would know that there's two. Legend of Dragoon. Sure. Which I think is a phenomenal game. Uh, redone, like Remade in current day. Like, today, I, I know, even enjoy I playing it. But, like, to see it be re remade in such a way that people could play it with all modern stuff i think would be phenomenal i think that it would it would revitalize that series to be honest the other one uh armored core damn it oh armored core yeah 
Uh, I, that's exactly what I was going to say. I would say specifically the third one. If, yes. I, if I had to pick any of yes. them, it would be the third one. You, dude. Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. I, that's like, I, the two I was going to pick was a Double Dash. <laughs> okay. And an armor. I mean, that, the Double Dash effectively kind of almost gets remade every time. No, but it's not, du- it's not, I want not the, Double I Dash. I know, you want Double Dash back. <laughs> I just want I the mechanic it. of Double Dash. Of no, I, I, I do too. Car. I think it was phenomenal. Um, but no, Arn, you're absolutely right with the armored core. That, that, yeah. that is the one. I've been aching for an armored core for so long now yeah um and none of them are they had the what the demon x machina or whatever it was demon uh, x machina that yeah piece of shit on it's, switch yeah it's about to drop on switch yeah but it's not like it's not as flushed out as an armor core game would yeah. be i think in terms yeah. of the customization Ar- armor core was like you had like s- like excel books of stuff yes. oh it was yeah. crazy it was, it was crazy so fun it was fun though. It was fun. It was yeah. not in a fun way. Uh, you could spend hours just like tweaking like colors of parts oh, on the yeah. thing, we, like individual parts. I, I think it might have been with you. I might have been with Joel. I'm not sure. No, who. it was definitely me. We we poured hours. We poured hours game. into that game, and, and there was like a versus mode too. Yeah, yeah. You'd play against each other, and we would build robots that were like, okay, I built a robot that literally basically couldn't fly, and then yeah. I had one that could stay in the air the whole time because yeah. if you know what to do and how to tweak it, right, like, you could just really crazy cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that game. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. That would be fun to it see something more like that come out now. Yeah, but I don't remember, what, remember but uh, Damon X Machina or whatever. Yeah, Damon yeah, X, yeah. X Machine or whatever, whatever. it was called. Um, at around the time that it was putting out its demo, yeah, I had a huge hankering for, for Armored Core. And I, I didn't know about the demo. And I was looking around. And I was like, fuck, I really want to get it. I'm, yeah. I'm Googling like crazy and everyone's talking about this demo. I'm like, I tried out the demo. And I played it. And I'm like, yeah, this is shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is not it's what not I'm the looking same. for. No, yeah, it's a different. It was more different. like an anime Gundam yeah, yeah. thing. The thing is, like, but Armored even Armored Core, especially three, and maybe arguably more to a fact, even four, um, they got more anime aspects. But the yeah. thing was that they were so granular with their detail that it was like really fun to try and like play and plug. Was that around piece. the time Zone of the Enders had a, had a little bit of a run there? Zone of the Enders 2, yeah. I think, was, Zone a, of the was Enders a pretty big. would be a fun remake. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, It's in VR. Yeah, this, they have the remastered in VR and Ooh, I want to play I, it. I play, I, that's the you, only you time see, I've ever Yeah, you, you told me it was like wow. phenomenal, so it, I'm it, waiting. It, holy shit, man. It is great. So the whole, I mean, it's kind of weird because... It's such they, a fast game to yeah. be yeah. VR. The, so, the co- so when you're playing in VR, you're in the cockpit. Yeah. And I literally mean in the cockpit. And I also mean literally in the cockpit because... Most most um, suits of armor, yeah. the cockpit is either the head no. right. or the yeah. chest. Yeah, yeah. No, no. This is a cockpit. Oh. Yeah, I mean that very literally. <laughs> yeah. The, in, in the it's Enders, very phallic. In the yeah, Enders yeah. games, all, always the piloting ch- uh, part of the chassis is literally the cock. Yeah, That's it's hilarious. It's so weird. That's hilarious. So you're, and it's kind of strange. I don't remember is, that. Which How is really be? strange, too, for when you like fight Viola. It's like, oh, I'm fighting something with the breast and a cock. It's like, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Like <laughs> it was very sexually confusing as a kid. As a kid. Uh, but no, it was it was awesome, though. They, they had fun characters in that series. I liked it. Yeah, and it, it was strange in the cockpit because when you're fighting, you know, it was zoomed out and you're fighting third person. Yeah. It, there is, like, that speediness isn't, um, I don't want to say as a parent, but when you're in the cockpit... Honestly, it felt like teleporting most of the time. Oh yeah, it, yeah. It really, you 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 were actually zooming to the person, and you get there, and then suddenly it happened so fast that you didn't even notice what happened. You need a machine that has like really high fans that'll just open for like a flash moment to hit you with a breeze to make you feel like you're moving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. It, it was a great game in VR, honestly. Yeah, no, I'm gonna try it out. No, you've mentioned as much before. I just have not had the time. Cool. So um, one more last bit of news about the Final Fantasy VII remake. 
a uh, little bit different. So did you happen to see who Mark Hamill is voicing? Yeah, okay, I was going to ask that because I didn't know that. <laughs> was that actually, that was him then, right? Yeah. Huh? So Mark Hamill is voicing a character in the game in in this first iteration as well. Really? Yeah, in, I, I think Final it's Fantasy a character. Seven. I think it's a character you'll really appreciate. Don't tell me it's Sephiroth. No, 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 no. That'd be really trippy, though. No, it'd be it's Don Corneo. I don't know who that is. So Don Corneo is the one who Cloud has to dress up like a female for to try and woo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When, uh, when Sorry, you have to that. realize I don't know that. He, part. He's, a, he's a, yeah, he's, oh, okay. he's like a dirty old man. Yeah, that's yeah. like a kind of a casino owner kind oh, of guy. That's funny. Like, and, a, like think of like a pinstripe suit gangster. Like, and for you to like infiltrate his lair, there's mini games where you have to acquire pieces of a drag outfit for Cloud, dress <laughs> yeah. him in drag, and then he's like, "Oh, who's the prettiest girl?" And he chooses the blonde, which is you. Oh, and then no. <laughs> you're like in the room with him, and he's about to have his way with you, and then and all of a sudden the outfit comes off, and you're Cloud, and you're ready and you've to got kick the giant ass. ass sword. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember. They were trying to free somebody. I think they were trying to free. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember I who remember. was captured by him. That yeah, is but, funny. Yeah, uh, so do, good, man. I do like that Reno and Rude. Look fantastic! They look like they're uh, they're so cool. children counterparts. Yeah, yeah. I was like, this is awesome. They look extremely cool, and that's an interesting shout out too. Is they do have some character designs to go off of here uh, because they did have Advent Children back in 2007. Like it was forever oh, like ago. When we did Shrooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it was, was, it was it was a fun movie. It, was, I, it wasn't great by any means, but it was fun. I to don't see. know. I thought that movie was fantastic. <laughs> oh, on Shrooms, I bet. It Denzel. Was. Oh my god. <laughs> I bet it was so good on Shrooms, man. Was. Oh, oh, my yeah, God. Dude. It was so It lasted intense. so much longer. It, yeah, we, we were halfway through the movie, and there was a b- bunch of us, a group of us. <laughs> we're halfway through the movie, and it's- And you're to... like, why are all the characters Red 13? Like, <laughs> yeah, why, yeah. <laughs> like why is this happening? <laughs> it, was like, it was like really muted. No, it was, it was pretty muted for most yeah. of it. Oh, okay, we got cool. to the point where, and this is where it all kicked off. We got to the point where, uh, in the movie, for those who did watch this weird movie- um, well, the kids were starting to kind of be. They're on the fountain. They're at yeah. the fountain. When they're zoned out, yeah. Yeah, and, and Tifa is is like, oh, trying to help the you know the the kid protagonist that you have, and his name is Denzel, and she's like, Denzel, Denzel, you know, trying to shake him out of it, <laughs> and one of the guys uh, there just screams out. Denzel Washington, <laughs> and we, we all just lost our shit. I don't remember the rest of that movie, yeah. but in the moment, that was probably the funniest fucking thing that oh, could yeah. have happened. Oh yeah, right no, then. that was yeah, the, the trip kicked in. Yeah, that's like when that. the trip kicked in. Yeah, yeah. It was just, it was oh, nuts. I don't remember. I barely remember the rest of that movie. Yeah. No. So, well, that basically concludes all the big news items. I do have one more feature item that we can kind of talk about if if you guys want to want to take a trip down memory lane. Oh boy. So, because you guys you played a little bit of RPGs along the way, didn't you? Like. uh JRPGs, yeah, Rob did for sure. Yeah. So you might you might be interested in the topic here. But I was thinking about Dragon Quest Eleven coming out because um, yeah. you know remember last week you told me that I had to play some more Fire Emblem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well I didn't do that. I played Dragon Quest Eleven <laughs> demo because I suck and I got totally okay. enthralled. So uh, I, I put together a little bit about just the history of Dragon Quest, aka Dragon Warrior, how it came to the West, and the little story beats along the way, and some of the some of the main players uh, in the development of the series as well. So I figured I could hit up some of those notes and we. Could workshop that a little bit, sure. and then. Uh, but I figured before we get there, maybe I'll tell my story. Okay. Yeah. So Friday the thirteenth oh, was a strange God. day for me, and I called you guys uh, in the afternoon because I, I just had to tell somebody a story. Yeah. It was so fucked. I'm up. literally at work and... just. <laughs> And I get a call, and I don't recognize your number because for whatever reason I don't have your number. Yeah, in, yeah. In my phone book. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, who, who the fuck is this number? I don't. Yeah. I, I know who's calling you for the most part. I don't recognize this fucking number, and that's why I answered. I'm like, Adam, yeah. and you just 
Adam, I got a story for you. Yeah, that's weird because we only communicate via Discord. Never yeah. thought of that. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, that's how technology is nowadays, I guess. But uh, so in the morning, I was driving to a remote market for work. So it's two hours away from me. So I'm driving along. And, and, and when I drive through the country a lot, sometimes, you know, because I've been playing Orna, I don't like to play it, you know, in the car while I'm driving because it's dangerous, right? It's it, it's distraction. You don't want to do that. So I'll, I'll usually like pull off down like a side road somewhere and just check out, you know, if there's any territories out there that they haven't been claimed yet in Orna. So, so I did that when I was getting close to my destination this last week. I pulled off, you know, a little five-minute detour down this little side road, went down by a quarry there. And so I'm, I'm heading down, you know, and I'm looking, I'm snatching up some territories, having a good time in Orna. And I see another road to the right. And I'm like, oh, you know what? If I keep going this way, you know, I'm going to hit the next highway and I, I head up to town. But if I do this next right, this looks a little bit more remote. Maybe nobody's been down here. So I turn right. I'm heading down this road. First thing I see was a little bit strange. So th- th- it looked a little bit more grown up along the sides of the road, like overgrown, like a lot of green, you know. It didn't look, you know, mowed or anything. It looks like the grass had a college education. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very intelligent grass. And uh, and I also noticed the intelligent grass was growing in between the pavement, right? So, like, it didn't look like a lot of people traveled down this road. So where am I? Like, is this like a spirited away situation? Like, am I about to end up in, like, a, like a Japanese bath for, like, monsters or demons? <laughs> Which would be extremely cool, by the way. Or and, uh But I didn't. I ended up in a very different place. So I kept going along, and up ahead I saw a couple pickup trucks, you know, parked next to one another, and then they were talking. So as I'm coming up real slow, at this point I lost my wireless signal anyway, so I'm like not even playing Orna at this point. I'm just looking for a place to turn around. So the one truck drives away, and then the truck on my left, I notice is like following this dog, like this random dog just walking along the road. Wait, and so the, dry, going, the truck was just driving really slowly. Yeah, and the dog was sort of meandering. And, uh, yeah, and the dog was just sort of meandering in the road in front of it, and I thought it was like a lost dog. So in, in my own way, right, I, I rolled down the window. I was like, sir, sir, is that, is that your dog there? He's like, he's like, oh, yeah. Sir, I am a concerned white middle class <laughs> citizen. Um, yeah. It might that to be your basically, dog over there. Basically how I asked, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, okay, see you later. And I kept driving, right? So, okay, so I'm, then. I'm driving along, and I start to see little offshoots, right? I'm like, where am I? I see, like, one offshoot goes to, like, a warehouse-looking place. Another one, I see a couple trailers down there. I'm like where the hell is this? this looks like, I, I didn't understand what it was. So I turn around, and I'm heading back, and I'm about to pass the truck again. And this time, I, I'm going real slow because I don't want to hit the dogs. He's kind of all over the place. I kind of peek in the window, and I notice the man, he looks he looks, he looks, looks a certain way. And I look at the dog, and I look at him, and I'm thinking, he looks like a guard. And I realize, this is a Native American reservation I'm driving around on right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is private land. I should not be here. <laughs> But I kept my cool, so because I still had a little ways to go before I got out, because I was like a mile in at this point. So I just slowly drove out, me and my... And well, my, I, I should not be here. This is yeah. very uncomfortable territory for one <laughs> such as myself. And I was thinking, like, why didn't the guy just ask me, like, what the hell are you doing here? Like, why are you on our land? Like, uh, But um, instead, I just pull up, interrogate him about his dog, and just drive away toward his town. Like, I was just too busy like, with his dog. He doesn't give a fuck about you. Why? Like, well, it's just I mean, so strange. Same reason for if, uh, like, Whenever I was like in a town situation, somebody came driving and I didn't, I didn't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, you, you gotta realize the majority of people don't care. <laughs> well, I mean, I assume he didn't care. He assumed yeah. I was going in to meet somebody. Or... I realized for <laughs> sure it was a reservation because I pulled around the corner then and saw like the, the tobacco stands and stuff. I'm like, ah, here I am. Here I am. So uh, that's my you story. Buy any tobacco to leave? Uh, no, not in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, that that's my story anyway. So Orna got me into almost got me into a bit of trouble that day. So not the only strange thing to happen to me that day, but definitely the funnier of the two things. So <laughs> yeah.
right, so I figured we could do a brief retrospective here on Dragon Quest. Like, I don't know what, what the appetite is for Dragon Quest in, in, in the West. I think it's caught on more. It's certainly not anywhere near as big as, say, Final Fantasy games are over here, or World of Warcraft, or anything like yeah. that, because we, we have other RPGs that are a lot more established. But Dragon Quest XI presents an interesting opportunity because I'm playing the demo, and I'm realizing as I'm playing it that like this is probably the highest quality RPG of its kind out there that you can probably play on the Nintendo Switch right now. So it's very story-focused, uh, beautiful game, absolutely awesome, and, and it's definitely uh, a little bit more married to classical RPG mechanics than you might expect, hmm. so being a more modern title, right? So I thought it'd be cool to kind of go back and just kind of give maybe a retrospective on where this came from, because a lot of our listeners are from the West, <laughs> so we're lately from Ecuador. We keep charting on e- in Ecuador on Spotify for some reason. Cool. So yeah, which is cool. So thank you, Ecuador. So, uh, what do they speak in Ecuador? Spanish? Probably. Okay. Okay, cool. We so. apologize in advance. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I think so. Yeah, it's cool. That's cool. So, thank you guys. I appreciate that. So, um, I figured I could start just by talking about how long before the first Final Fantasy game do you think the first Dragon Quest game came out? Two years. Wrong statement. Wouldn't it be like the other two way years? around? No, actually, Dragon Quest predated. The first Dragon Quest came out yeah. in May 27th, 1986. And it was about 18 months before the first Final Fantasy yeah, title ever that's dropped. That's what I meant. It, that's did I say it the other way? Yeah, you said it. Okay, how, this how is the long, way I meant. <laughs> so how long Final Fantasy? You you implied that Final Fantasy was first. Oh, okay. And Dragon Quest came after. Then I implied incorrectly. Oh, okay. so well, <laughs> I corrected you. I was like, no, I'm pretty sure it was the other way around. I think we're on the same page now. Yeah. It's good. Rob we got made it wrong. It. So that's all that. That's important. I think yeah. you got it right. <laughs> I, I I got pretty close. Two years? But yeah, two years. 18 months. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. long time. And then, uh, so, there's yeah. a lot of big industry names. Uh, a couple of these you might actually recognize that are associated with the Dragon Quest series. One, one. Which one? Curatorial. Yes, indeed. That's the first name on the list. Of course I know that. Obviously from Dragon Ball. Yeah. So, big deal. Take two seconds to look at the fucking art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Exactly, right? So, obviously, you did the art for Chrono Trigger as well, So which we'll get to that in, in the course of this as well. Um, With that hair, no way. <laughs> so it's true. So and he's done art and conceptual design for Dragon Quest since day one. Another big name to come out of this is Yuji Horty, which is kind of he's the father of the JRPG genre as we know it today. So what he was his ins- first thing. So his first thing was Dragon Quest One. Oh. Yep. So and then uh, and then he's mainly only been associated with that along the way. Basically, that and Chrono Trigger are, so have been I his two big properties. So I know Dragon Quest came out first in the West, but was Final Fantasy first in the East? No, these, these are the Japanese releases. Oh, these are the Japanese releases. Yep. Oh, yep. Okay. So yeah, a lot of the RPG mechanics that that were adapted from Wizardry and Ultima by Yuji Horii did get carried into uh, Final Fantasy later on. Obviously, by Hironobu Sakaguchi, oh. who wanted to make his own kind of game. So. Uh, it's always been very story-focused from the beginning, though, which is one big difference that you kind of discover as you start researching Dragon Quest. Very in-depth storyline. In fact, the first three Dragon Quest games, the first Dragon Quest game ever has a sequel, which is Dragon Quest Two, and then Dragon Quest Three is actually a prequel to both of those. Hmm. So it's interesting that they kind of got into that early on in terms of the... Uh, Are they the first uh, one to do that? Yeah. Segmented storytelling like that. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Kind of interesting. So another big name to come out of this, and you'll recognize some of the titles in here as well, was uh, Akihiro Hino, who came out of Dragon Quest in the 1990s and out of Enix to found his own company, Level 5, which now yeah. is under the Square Enix banner as well. Yeah. So and then Level 5, uh, they've pumped out some incredible RPGs over the years, including Nino Kuni, mm-hmm. Fantasy Life, Yokai Watch, Dark Cloud, Dragon Quest 8 and 9, and I think they probably were handy development for the new one, well, uh, and then uh, Professor Layton series. The Inazuma, the Inazuma Eleven series, which is like a mech sort of fighting game, I believe, and then uh, and then the ambitious White Knight Chronicles, which they haven't made since the 360 PS3 age. Yeah. So. Wow, White Knight Chronicles. That's that's a mecha too, isn't it? 
It's a pseudo. I believe. Yeah, it almost looked more like a Escaflone. Like yeah, more like Escaflone. Yeah, yeah, more like Escaflone. But um, uh, oh, really quick, Adam, if you haven't played it yet, Nino Cooney is really good. Of course, I've played Nino. Okay, Kuni. I, don't know. I haven't played the second one yet. I, I really want to. I didn't beat the first one. It was way too long. It's, it's so really long. good. It's good though. So I do need to play the second. No, I think uh, the first one's coming out on Switch this month. Yeah. Yep. So the second one hopefully follows. Good time. I will admit that the 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 Pokemon battles got dull for me. (laughs) Yeah. Understandable. You're you're enslaved creatures. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely (laughs) Pokemon. It it is ostensibly about creature enslavement. Oh, not not unlike uh, (laughs) which is the theme we'll see again as I talk about more Dragon Quest stuff. Oh, yeah. I think we know about (laughs) someone's secret life. Hell yeah, man. Uh, No, I I don't. I just I got a little dry, and the characters seemed very one dimensional. That's not untrue. (laughs) <laughs> so I, while yeah, I'm like okay, yeah, this is an interesting story. I mean, it's a it's a kid's story, books, yeah, like bedtime story, effectively adventure, right? Yeah, That's really what Nino Kuni is. I just sort of got yeah. to a point in the game where I'm like, okay, I'm ready for this game to be done. Yeah, the yeah. charm behind that is that the uh, it's the the art is directed by Studio Ghibli, uh, yeah. who who have done obviously you know Princess Mononoke, Sencho, Sencho Shihiro, all the kinds of stuff. Fantastic. That's Disney, yeah. right? What's that? Studio Ghibli's Disney. Well, they're basically the Disney of Japan, but they're not Disney. They're not Disney. Yeah, Disney. Not not yet. (laughs) Disney owns the rights for publishing them in the in the West. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They do not own them. They they do the um the translations and stuff like that and bring them to the West, but they do not own them. So um actually we should cover Studio Ghibli another day because that there's a it's a really interesting studio and I can't remember offhand the main guy behind it but just his his creative process is interesting that they start. He starts his stories and he starts his films without an ending, and he just lets the lets the films and stories organically develop throughout the development process until they find the ending. Suck. What? What are you talking? <laughs> what? 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 Dude, Princess Mononoke? Are you kidding? It's one of the greatest movies ever made. It was also the worst ending. Oh, that's great movie. Fucked. No, it's not ending. the worst. I don't know ending. if I fully agree with that, but, <laughs> but I don't. I think it could have been better too. Yeah. Oh my oh, god! Well, anything could be better. I don't think it was the worst. No. Yeah, anything could the be better. The spirit is dead. It, it, it's such a bullshit ending because they're like, "Oh, the spirit died." Yeah, but the spirit went put back, put itself back in the land, and they're like, "Yeah," and the people from Iron Town, their land got regrassed. Like, yeah, and at the end, they're like, that's "Okay, not, that's not gonna stop the mining, though, right?" <laughs> that's, that's the point. They're like, "Oh, the grasses and the trees are regrowing," and all I can think about is, and the Iron Town people, they're literally like, "Well, we can rebuild." And like, yeah. And really, the next thing that goes through their head is, we've got all new resources. Yeah. <laughs> like, this isn't a problem. And I just have to, like, this isn't going to help. No. You, the, the story you put ended. A, you put a band-aid on the situation. Good job. You, you delayed the inevitable. Congrats, yeah. you fucking But that's Rachel. always the thing with, with Studio Ghibli films is a lot of times they don't have clear, rosy endings. You I know what I mean? A lot, of, a lot of times, the endings are. No, right? no. I think, I think a lot of times it's just a bittersweet thing. It's like it, it could it, life could continue on. Any way from here. Yeah, and the, that's fine. The Boar Tribe should have won. Let's just be honest. <laughs> the Boar Tribe, tribe was won. badass. Yeah. But but the but the guns of man. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna get into it now. So um <laughs> Sorry, when you said guns of man, all I could think about was oh fuck, what's the main character's name again? Akira. Oh, and Princess Mononoke. Okay. You want to say Kaneda, but that's a yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I was Tetsuo. Funny. Could Tetsuo. you imagine? <laughs> could you Tetsuo. imagine? Could you yeah, imagine? could you yeah. No, um, when he had the demon arm, so he was yeah, on, like yeah. the arm, the arms, of, the guns of man, and all I could think about is like him with the demon arm, like his gun, his gun arm, like yeah, yeah. I got a gun arm, my <laughs> motherfucker, I killed you through three plates of armor. God, what was his name? Ashitaka. Ashitaka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Great movie. So interestingly, Toriyama uh, Horii 
And uh, Hironobu Sakaguchi altogether, along with Nobu Uematsu, ended up going on to create Chrono Trigger, which is regarded by many, as we talked about earlier, as one of the greatest JRPGs no, slash turn-based RPGs of all time. Please correct your statement. It is the best. Thank you. So I agree with that. <laughs> Some people may not, as we established earlier, and they're wrong. Yes, they're wrong. They're all wrong. of them. <laughs> they're inherently wrong. We do not agree with you if you disagree with our statement. So Ro- yeah. Rob clearly doesn't agree with us. And I stop think we, listening. We, we no, should don't lynch him. <laughs> And then there were two things going on here so simultaneously. So Squaresoft and Enix. So basically, these two companies merged in November 2002 to create uh, Square Enix, which is the, the, the publishing house that currently publishes the Dragon Quest and Final Fantasy series. So these brought Dragon Quest and Final Fantasy under one roof. You could say that they were competition beforehand, but by the time they merged, and this is 2002, keep in mind, Dragon Quest had pumped out seven titles at $78 million in total sales. In terms of units sold. Mm-hmm. However, Final Fantasy had only sold $39 million up to that point with 10 titles. Hmm. Sorry, 9 titles by that point. Yeah, because 10 was no... Yeah, 10, 10 was, 10 was about to drop. Yeah, 10, game, right? 10 was about to drop. Now, I think probably the tables have turned now because if you were to look at Final Fantasy numbers at this point, they're nearing like $150 million sold total. So, Wait, so um, Final Fantasy VII wasn't Square Enix? It was just Square? It was just Square Soft. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. I thought, uh, I thought nine, that was a Square Enix Nine was game. the last Soft game, then 10 was Squeenix. Oh. Yep. Um, though those numbers are probably also massively bolstered by 11 and 14. Oh, totally. Yeah, totally. So uh, 11 and 14 obviously being the biggest Final Fantasies to ever come out because they are MMOs. So MMOs tend to attract a lot of attention. And thank God and and good job on them too for for re-releasing 14 because when they released that, I remember playing that. That was a travesty. A Realm Reborn, baby. The the 11 was a tragedy. I tried Final Fantasy 11 when it came out. The first MMO? I loved 11. Well, Eleven of them was actually really, really good. Fourteen, they really dropped the ball. You should watch the. Uh, somebody did a video about the uh, comparison between. I, yeah, I did yeah it's like a completely different game. Yeah, it is. Yeah, well, yeah. kind of, but yeah. Another topic for another time, eh? It is. Yeah. Uh, in the beginning, Dragon Quest was a a series closely tied to Nintendo platforms. It's just a little fact. So, however, 1995 saw the release of the final Dragon Quest game, Dragon Quest Six, to debut on a, any Nintendo platform until 2009's Dragon Quest Nine on Nintendo DS. So it was about a 14 year hiatus uh, where Dragon Quest just sort of went off, became a Sony property. So yeah, the DS brought back so many companies. To oh, Nintendo. totally. Totally. I, I look at that, and then other titles under under that banner would also be like Lunar and things like that that Fire also Emblem. came, and, and Lunar came out on DS as well, Fire Emblem. Tons of stuff came under that banner during this time. So. Yeah. We need more Chucklefish stuff. <laughs> uh, Stardew Valley. Oh, God. Uh, Wargroove. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, the, the, that's the all Switch now, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the biggest platform so, for it anyway. No, I know, that was random. I was just like, I, I want more. There's actually a space game coming out by them. Like a Stardew like, Valley space game? Where you manage a, uh, a space base. Oh, oh I it heard looks, about that. What was it called? Uh, you had the title for it I've at one got point. it. I actually, yeah, yeah. I already, I pre-bought it. As soon as I saw it, I was like, yeah, yeah. it's Chucklefish, it's in space, it's old. We mentioned it before, <laughs> and I can't remember what it's called. But uh, Chucklefish that, is actually just the production company. That's going to be one to look out for. their developers good. Okay. Yeah. That's going to be one to look out for. Yeah. So Dragon Quest Seven came out on PlayStation 1 in 2000, and eight came out on PS2 in 2004. And that was my first Dragon Quest game. I didn't get in until Dragon Quest Eight. I want to find the name of that thing. You are. So didn't even get in. I was into Final Fantasy before that. I still have not played a Dragon Quest game. So you're missing out, dude. Dragon Quest Eleven might be your one, man. It looks so <laughs> good. Looks so good. 
Uh, if you want a flavor of classic Dragon Quest in it too, a little little factoid here. So Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy Dragon Quest Eleven is coming out, and you'll be able to play it in two D mode at any time from a save point. Huh. So if you go into a save point, which are churches for all intents and purposes yeah. in the Dragon Quest world, you actually will have an option to play in two D mode at any time, and then you can go back into said church, any church, and switch back to the standard game at any time as well. Huh. So if you want a flavor of what Dragon Quest used to be like, you can literally get it any time in Dragon Quest Eleven. Shit, there's been there's there's been a lot of that going on now where you can play in both modes, technologically mastered, yeah. like some there's a technology out there that I don't fully understand that someone's <laughs> implemented. Um, yeah. So really quick, Chucklefish repertoire. I know I'm totally jabbing a, a knife into what you're talking about, so I apologize. Go for it. Uh, Starbound came out the same year as Stardew Valley, mm-hmm. 2016. Uh, Wargroove came out 2019. Risk of Rain in 2013. Never heard of that one. Risk of Rain is like a wave game. Like it spawns waves of creatures and you kill them to go on to the next wave. Huh, you get, okay. like, you I never heard of that. Each wave. It's like a survival. It's, it's really fun. Huh. Yeah. First one was 2D. Newest one's 3D. Okay. They're both good games. Um, the, I mean, there's other ones, Time Spinner, Eastward, whatever, but the new one has got the coolest fucking name and it's, it's, you run a space base and you're like an AI. So every time you start a new game, you're like booting up. And That's, you're like, cool. Okay, That's you're cool. That's cool. It's called Starmancer. Oh, buddy. <laughs> uh, I'll show you guys the video of it afterward because the video is worth watching. Yeah, I want to uh, see it. But it's like that pixely graphics that you expect from like that. Nice. That truck with the spiel house. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, it, it looks So awesome. if you're in a Stardew Valley, Starmancer is going to be the next one. Yeah, it's not so. It's not exactly Stardew Valley. It's it's a management game, but it is. it looks good. It looks good. <laughs> so I can't wait to see that. Um, so I couldn't find any info on why the jump from Nintendo platforms to Sony, but I, I would guess the problem was the Nintendo 64 and a cartridge-based system. Uh, the format was just not great for Nintendo big, shot expansive RPGs. Hardcore, because yeah. that's well, really did. where Sony got their jump. Sony yep. wouldn't exist as a gaming company that's if right. Nintendo didn't make that mistake. Well, that's right. That's right. I missed what you said. So because of the... I couldn't find any information on it. I'm just sort of surmising here. Mm-hmm. The reason why uh, NX ended up jumping over to Sony platforms for the subsequent Dragon Quest games was because of, uh, at that time, it was the Nintendo 64 would have been the home console for Nintendo. And I don't think they wanted to develop on a cartridge-based system at that point. I think they wanted to oh. move on to a disc-based system. Fair enough. So, yeah, yeah that, so. that lost them a lot of JRPGs because the JRPGs needed the space. Oh, the yeah, absolutely, with the cutscenes and all the... all the uh, A lot of them actually had you know pre-recorded, orchestrated music. Some of them still used the, 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 the chip the sound chip in yeah. the PlayStation as well, which was a better chip for, for designing sound and stuff like that. So I think at that time it just made sense. Also, uh, many other RPGs from the same area, including uh, Grandia and Lunar, which are two series Grandia. also under the Enix yeah. uh, publishing house at that time, uh, were also all being released on the PlayStation 1. So it just made sense that all of, everything they did was geared toward PlayStation at that well, point. Well, as a development company, you don't want people, you don't want your staff, you don't want to be cross-learning and going, okay, you're going to learn on Nintendo. Right. And you're going to learn. You might yeah. as well just, because the teams cross-pollinate. Like, yep. A member might go from one team yeah. to another. Yep. So it, it, as a company, you kind of want to choose the system you work for. Yeah. The system you PC. make. And, and, and all of your assets yeah. are like on one. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it just makes it, sense. It, it's a less of a deal these days because every system fundamentally works the works same works the way. same yeah yeah back then you had to, you had to use the dev kits and yeah. things like that you still have dev kits nowadays to make sure but things run okay on looser. that hardware yeah. but yeah so um fun fact dragon quest 5 and 6 didn't even see a release outside of japan at any point so the 90s was a bit quiet for dragon quest in north america and europe that's where final fantasy really took hold i didn't really hear about dragon quest here until probably 
five years ago, tops. Really? Interesting. Wait, interesting. Which, do you remember which game you heard of first? There was a Game Boy one. Was it Dragon Quest Monsters? No, no, it was a regular yeah. Dragon Quest, but it was it was like one where you could build your your hero, like you could you could design your own hero or something. Was it Dragon Quest Rocket Slime? <laughs> where you build like the the base that's also a giant robot? No, 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 no. You could. The idea was that you could you would build your own hero. Interesting. To, to my understanding, I forget the name of it. I don't even know what it is. The, the ones that I mentioned, because I said other DQ series that you might recognize that have come to North America and Europe include the Dragon Quest Monsters Joker series, which I love. It's a little bit of a like a Pokemon rip, but basically they take all the monsters from Dragon Quest and put them into sort of a collection-style game like Pokemon, but with the combination system of like Shin Megami Tensei. Yeah. So you can combine the monsters to create new ones as you go along. Super good game, and there's so many monsters right off the bat. And then also Dragon Quest Builders, which we would have recently talked about because I was playing Dragon Quest yep. Builders 2. Uh, and then, of course, Rocket Slime, which I just mentioned, which came out on the DS freaking forever ago, like 2007, 2008, I think. It was a good one-off title, though. And then there's been uh, there's been fighting games since then. You can now see the hero featured in Super Smash Brothers as well in various forms, including uh, the, or- the one that wears the orange cloak. He's from Dragon Quest 8, which was my first Dragon Quest game. Nice. So and that's that's really it. That brings us up to the modern modern day. In September 27th, we'll see the release of uh, Dragon Quest 11 S. They're calling it, which is actually going to be the definitive version of Dragon Quest 11. It'll have the 2D mode. It has fully orchestrated score, which the original on PS4 did not have. So this is the definitive version of the game. So if you're going to jump into Dragon Quest mainline series, this is the right title for it. So right. it's going to be really really good. Now in the demo, all of your progress carries into the game. And my understanding is it's like 20 hours of the game that you can play in the demo. That's on the Switch? Yeah. Yep. Grab that, uh, so, yeah, yeah, super good so far. I'm loving I it. I think it was just called Heroes. Could have been. Dragon Quest Heroes. Yeah. Oh, was it a fighter? Like a one-off? Maybe. Huh. Um, was it like a Muso game where you're killing like waves of enemies? I, I didn't actually play it. Huh. I just saw it. It was the first time I ever heard. The well, I, I got to look it up. Uh, there's also Dragon Quest. It looks like Dragon Quest Nine was probably because that was on the DS. That was probably the first time I heard. And that it. was one where you could do like it was a turn-based RPG, but you could actually do co-op battles. Yeah, yeah. Do you, did, was that the one? I don't know. I just remember you could play. The it was demo, that one was, was cool like, because it was so heavily related to loot. That game was all about the loot, and I remember the the armor I think showed up on your characters too. No, like and that changes. might be what I'm thinking. Of yeah, yeah. The Character designing. Man, I played the crap okay. out of nine. I still have the guide actually somewhere in this room. So Jesus. from Dragon Quest Nine, yeah, yeah. So pretty obsessed with that game when it came out. Oh, obviously, <laughs> yeah, Holy man. Shit. But anyway, I, it's it's a series that's near and dear to my heart. If you're into JRPGs and you haven't tried out Dragon Quest series yet, go out and try Eleven. I guarantee you won't be disappointed. So, cool. Shit, I haven't watched any of the last week. Uh, or no, wait. Have you done anything of value two? this last week? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. As long as you're honest. Um, if you're looking for an anime on Netflix, watch the Iron Fortress. Oh, yeah? Yep. What's it about? Uh, Snowpiercer meets, um, <laughs> like, zombie survival. Oh, wow, yeah. Like oh, the... is that the one where, Sweet. like, the, the heart? Yeah. It, it, it's the same people who make um, Attack on Titan. Yeah, I figured. Yeah, I've seen that. 
Uh, it's good. There's like four episodes, I think, on uh, Netflix yeah, right now. I've already watched a bunch of episodes. Long time ago. This is old. Four episodes. Uh, maybe and on Netflix. I've watched more. No, then, okay, yeah, so four on Netflix right now. There, yeah. may, there might There's be more. more out there. Okay, cool. Yeah, I've, I've already watched a I'll bunch. I'll go after look for it. Yeah, then. something, something, the oh, Iron, the Iron Fortress. Fortress. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and they have, like, this guy has, like, a unique heart or something like that. Yeah, they, they all, the they, they all seem to have this, like, weird infected kind of glass heart thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, it is, it is pretty cool. They, grab, uh, animation is really fun to watch. There's something about this guy who I think can't be turned into a... Like, they're like undead. The people yeah, so are like undead. The, yeah. the, the enemies aren't titans, they're zombies. It's yeah. effectively a zombie thing. Yeah. and But they're kind of unique zombies where like, they're... I forget exactly the details, but they basically like are tough to kill or like they're... Are they on a train that doesn't stop? Uh, no, Not no. quite The train's yet. more of a battle station. Oh, okay, gotcha. It's like a moving it'll, battle it'll, station. Yeah, That's cool. It moves along the front. Yeah. what they call and it's they're like mobile fortresses. That's cool. Yeah, yeah it's, it's really neat. Cool. Excellent. No, other than that, just playing Orna, a uh, fairly high-ranking character now in Windsor in particular. Um, I currently hold 930-some-odd territories. And you so, made Gibbs bleed. Uh, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. So I've it. seen Gibbs. Actually, I've actually gotten a couple of his territories. I was just chatting with him earlier. But somebody uh, named the Arcane of Stormforce, which is a badass name, he tore, he tore down the 401, just ripping everyone apart. And this really? dude has like 10,000 HP. Nobody knows where he came from. He's a fucking badass. Holy so he shit. came through. So he took some territories from Gibbs. But the ones he didn't get from Gibbs, he left Gibbs severely damaged. So I snagged oh, a couple of those. That's how you yeah, I snagged it. a couple of those because I can only hit him for like eighty HP out of like seven thousand. <laughs> so like, so that's so, how you got it. Yeah, yeah, okay. I did full on battle. There's no way, like, <laughs> dude, he, I hit him for like eighty or ninety HP at a time, and but he heals for like a thousand. So it's oh. like, yeah, yeah, it's never gonna happen. But uh, at least not yet. But I think he's about sixty levels ahead of me at this point. Uh, okay. But I've I've been pretty faithfully leveling up every couple of days. Off on a couple levels. So yeah, we'll uh, well no just barely keeping up not even closing the gap at this point because yeah. he's also gone up like yeah. 10 levels since uh in about the last couple of weeks here so not so. to spoil this but you've mentioned it that you're chatting with him yeah when, when is he coming on the show so we're gonna do it soon we're gonna do it soon actually i was kind of hoping he'd show up at windsor comic con so i haven't asked him yet if he planned on going yet oh. but uh he might not know we have a table there so we could meet him there or potentially afterward i, I just think october is gonna be the right month only because there's I don't think there's a whole lot going on in October that okay. we'll be talking about, other than like Joker and like maybe some horror theme stuff. Yeah, they say horror theme stuff. Yeah, sure. yeah. And then, uh, but I think October might be the right month too. Nice. So, yeah, it'd be sweet. Yeah, I'm excited to meet the guy. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. What have you guys been up to? Playing, watching Adam. Um, I I started watching. So, not okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna lead to the conversation that you guys can partake in at the end. Okay. So I'll start with. Am I allowed to just talk about Fire Emblem now? Because I think it's been long enough. Fuck you. Yeah, go ahead, dude. Okay. Go ahead. So, fuck Edelgard. <laughs> is she a real a real uh, asshole? She is the the Fire Emperor, the Flame Emperor. No shit. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's a twist. That's why I said the Black Eagles are like you should just choose them, and she's always yeah the Flame Emperor. Right. So there's a scene where what happens is there's a scene where you meet. I find this out. Long, I'm not. It doesn't matter what you were doing. I find this out. Yeah. And I'm in the middle of a and she starts a battle with me. And at okay. the end of the battle, you beat her. You yeah. beat her. You beat her off. Um, you beat her. Awesome. And best ending. She's about to go. Like she's kind of in in about to run away. But there's dialogue. Okay? Yeah, yeah. And she just sits there and goes, you know, I wanted to tell you sooner, but you know, I wasn't sure. And 
I really wanted to tell you. I'm like, yeah, you did everything well, wanting to tell me, except for actually fucking telling me. If you had said, hey, Adam, join, or my character is a dork, join my side. Yeah. And I, and we will fight back this evil church. Right. I would have been like, Air, Air 5, let's do this. Fuck yeah, the yeah. churches. Yeah, yeah. But no, you didn't. So now you've taken away <laughs> Hubert, which, because Hubert goes with her. Yeah. Because you're my main black, black caster, oh, dark caster. Oh, shit. And you took away Edelgard. Who imagine imagine Claude just disappearing yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, after you've built it'd him up? It'd be brutal. So it'd be brutal. Not or, only disappearing, but becoming your enemy. Yeah, Claude's so, Claude's not going to disappear on me, is yeah, he? It's like it's like loveling up Aerith <laughs> as he's going to the frozen forest and fall face seven, and then she dies. Yeah, yeah that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Except, no, no, from no. You. She doesn't die. She, comes she becomes Sephiroth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, fuck. What the fuck? <laughs> so I, I literally was sitting there in my 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 room because I I came to two first realization was fuck you Edelgard yeah, yeah. if you had just asked me I would have joined your side in an instant but you fucking didn't now we're enemies so not only did I lose my best players yeah but you've become my enemy and I don't get to do the story like it didn't go wow, the direction man. I was expecting so I was literally in my living room going fuck you Edelgard I would feel I Dude, fucking annihilate you! I would feel so taken advantage of. Oh, like, this game just absolutely just actually, annihilated you, me. You do end her. You do get a chance to end her. And that fight, I was like, fuck you, Edelgard. You threw Edelgard. everything at Edelgard, I'm going to fuck you up. And I literally waited. I made the fight harder for myself. Yeah. Just so my main character could get That's the kill. That's awesome. <laughs> like, I moved everyone aside, played this game. I've done the same thing. That's awesome. Because I'm like, no, fuck you. I'm going to one... And I said it all, so I'd one-shot or two. I'm like, no, fuck you. You're going down. You, you will regret regret you will rue the day you did not ask me to join your side this is awesome that a game brought this out man this yeah. awesome vengeance that's this what i vengeance mean streak that's what i meant by the that's game great. got this emotion out of me like i actually cared about the character not being able to take my side and, like right. not doing this so anyway th- th- that was the thing that Hell fucking yeah, pissed man. me off in you, that game you it's really awesome. need to play xcom 2 with the expansion on yeah i, I can't fucking do that he's no, not gonna because, play because XCOM. there's a whole like friend system that happens then and you fight uh like rival commanders nice there's a whole new system that's in the game uh it's not quite the same you get attached no no i know i I know it's not the same but i'm saying like because it's always been this thing in the back of my mind it's hilarious to me you love tactics games i love them undeniably yeah XCOM, you will not fucking touch anymore (laughs) i hate that it is one of the best tactics games do you know why i hate it I hate it because the advantage, I don't feel like it's a level, I, it, uh, see if I can find the right words for this. So when you play Final Fantasy Tactics, yes. you can see the whole field. Yes. I don't have a problem with the hiding the field. What I have a problem with is that the AI doesn't exist until I notice them. So it breaks immersion. That's, uh, that's not true for two. That's true for one. No, it does that in nope, two. Cause I, nope, because I've, I've played a modded version of the game and the AI exists. They do exist, uh, and they, they don't and they, and they move, and they do move. All right, they don't seem to act like that. But but yeah, the other the... problem is, I feel betrayed by the percentages. Yes. So when a game, when the game, I'm looking at three shots, and the game's like, okay, you have a ninety percent chance of hitting. Two of my three shots, minimum, <laughs> yeah. should hit. When none of them hit, you go, no, 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 no. And then you actually go and you find out. I, I shit yes. you not, this is true. People there's found hidden, out. There's hidden stats. There's hidden stats. I'm like, yeah, okay, okay so, you're a piece of shit. Yeah, I don't disagree with you there. There's a mod that shows you the true numbers. When you get that, that's a lot more fun. Sure. I just, I, I feel betrayed by the game's mechanics. Yep. Um, um, I, I don't feel like the game, I don't feel as encumbered. I don't, I don't feel like. You, you've sat down at the table, you're ready to play, 
and you found out that the GM's been fucking with you the entire time. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it kind of feels yeah. that way. And I'm not a huge fan of that. I like going like, in. We agreed to these rules. Stop fucking with the rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I don't really like the ti- timer. I hate timers in those games. Like Final um, Fantasy Tactics doesn't have a timer. That's, you you can timer, turn it off. I the know. timer, yes, you can turn it off. Yeah. You can also, but it's all modded stuff. It's not designed No, 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 no. There's uh, some new features in the game that really let you fuck with the timers. Oh, okay. Um, so they've, they've, I think they've learned. To be honest, I think they've learned. No, I just I, I don't know why it never. You know me. I I, I love my yeah. Final Fantasy Tactics. I love my like what I love Fire Emblem. Mm. I think, but I just uh, you know I played jo- Joan of Arc on PSP. Jean Jean Dark. Jean Dark. Yeah. Um, I love that was an amazing. Game. That was an amazing game. Mm. I I love those that was games. that was a that was a tactical strategy RPG Very for everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I I loved it. Um I love that shit. Um, I love the Tactics Advanced. I just don't like XCOM for it. That's fair. Reason. Uh the newest XCOM coming out, I think they've learned a lot. So I think the three is gonna be the one to watch. Okay. Um and I think that one's taking place underwater. Okay, that's weird, but okay. Uh oh, though not really, because the original game series you fight the invaders from space and they are the uh ethereals mm, and yeah. whatnot, and that's kind of like really uh brought to light more in one and two. But uh, there's an aspect of what happens at near the end of two that leads you to believe that they're going to go the same path they did with the original games, which is you fight stuff that comes from under the water. Mm, okay. And like the idea is like things have been sleeping on Earth mm. and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, and they are another Man, species. This poor, poor fucking planet. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like it's like kind of it's a little tropey in a way. Yeah. Because it's like okay, well, there's the different aliens come from different places, but. Um, with three, they're going to be bringing in this other faction. I'm interested to see kind of where it goes from there because the Ethereals aren't completely dealt with at this point. I mean, they've been kind of they've been beat they've off. been they've been beaten up pretty severely, <laughs> but not fully beaten off. <laughs> okay, but you fucked up their plans for sure in okay. two. Whereas one, you lost, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Well, you lost. I didn't. I definitely lost. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I do. People. I do very much enjoy that they took my story as canon. Yes, <laughs> I was like, "Fucking, I beat this game," which is not always the case for most games. And the fact that they went with your fucking story this time, oh. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, so I'm I'm excited for that. But the other game I picked up, um, and Rob will know this about me in the past, but you might not, Alex. Um, I may have mentioned it. I picked up Legacy of the Duelist. Link Evolved, the Yu-Gi-Oh game for Switch. <laughs> so is it wh- good? Uh, actually, it, it's a card game. So really, it matches the card game. Yeah, it's actually pretty fun. I'm, um, I'm not surprised. If you like the Yu-Gi-Oh mechanic, if you like Magic Gathering, but here's my big... wait. This is happening now. This is like a current yeah. event. Yeah, it's a good oh thing. okay. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, wait a second. Yeah. This is my game? watching. And I didn't even know there was a Yu-Gi-Oh game on the Switch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, weird. Y- Yu-Gi-Oh Legacy of the Duelist Link Evolved. Interesting. So ah. here's the reason. Here's my big selling point. Here's what sold me on the game. Okay. So there are two, I would say, big, um, maybe three, two, two to three big uh, card games that exist on systems today. Hearthstone. Hearthstone, Magic the Gathering, which was just released, mm-hmm. which right. is a big one. Yeah. And I would say maybe Gwent. Or, or, or I'd say Artifact failed, but. Uh, yeah, Artifact didn't do very well. Gwent didn't do that good. No? Okay. No. Anyway, so those uh, two at least. I think Gwent has a very loyal and loud user base. I don't think it's very big, though. Fair enough. Uh. But you get it. So at least those two. What do those two have in common? Microtransactions up yeah, the wazoo yeah, yeah, yeah. to uh. your cards. And the whole point of buying, doing a digital card game, to me, 
is to save the money on a bajillion dollars yeah. worth of physical cards that constantly get themselves outdated. Yes. Well, you should be able to win them. You're yeah. playing good. <laughs> Correct, which you really can't do. Um, in Hearthstone. And in stuff Hearthstone. You well, can. Hearthstone you can, but you got to grind a lot. You can, like. but it, it's kind of one of those things like, hey, it, you know what it, it, it's the equivalent of? It's the equivalent of, yeah, sure, you can grind for Luke Skywalker in uh, the original Battlefront 2. Battlefront yeah. 2. Yeah, no, absolutely. Oh, it's man. just going to take you three lifetimes, which you do not have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're like, oh, <laughs> that's so we really can't. Which, by the way, thank God for finally changing your tune in Battlefront 2. Yeah, you saved your ass. <laughs> Though but too late, too little, too, too little late. Too late, yeah, they fucked yeah. this up but, but, uh, Which is unfortunate because I think that it, it could have actually blown into a Yeah, that's a what happens when you fucking, try and yeah. get greedy. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. When you, yeah, when you, you <laughs> milk all of the cow's udders. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> you, you turn back and you're like, oh, so you're going to give me Luke Skywalker and their dick's just on the table. And it's like, pay me. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Pay me, bitch. So uh, that's something that like Hearthstone and... and Magic the Gathering have in common is it costs a lot of money even nowadays to just get into it. You can grind it, but you're going to be grinding that game and never playing anything else. I just play the original cards. Pretty much. That's what I do. Um, And so this one, however, there is no such thing as... So it's been out for the PlayStation already back in two years ago-ish. Okay. Maybe three years ago. I don't remember the exact year. Yeah, it was on the Switch. It It was on the PlayStation and the Xbox. It came out with two or three DLCs, not microtransactions, Ooh. DLCs. And the Switch is like the complete edition. Yes! All of the other Switch DLCs. Switch wins again! Yeah. So, whereas <laughs> the other ones... happening on the Switch. Yeah, the other ones, even with their DLCs, have a total of like 7,200 cards. Wow. The Switch has 9,000 cards. Dude. And awesome. there's... So there's... Are you serious? Yeah, That's you play ridiculous. through the story. So you just play a bunch of battles. It's like... Don't yeah, yeah. The story is like... Yeah, uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, 2D yeah. people yeah, yeah. T- with text. That's yeah, nobody yeah. gives a fuck. Yeah, yeah. Um and so you go into the do the battle and you can either play with the story deck, like the mm. deck they give you for that fight, yeah. to match whatever the deck was that the character it, it, had it, in that oh, fight. Oh, that's yeah, kinda yeah. that's kinda cool. Or you can use your own deck that you've built Fun. from the system. Yeah. And then you go and you get points and you earn like And you build customize your deck and further. You, and you yeah, buy yeah, packs yeah. and stuff like that and build your own deck, but you don't yeah. pay microtransactions. It's in game currency. It's all in game currency. There is no micro there is not like you have an option of the two. No, no. There is only ever in game. So it's yeah, yeah. you get points on points on points on right. points. They give it to you, and it's That's pretty awesome. cool. They they so you fight. There's just on the base game story campaign. Yeah, yeah. Is about thirty hours worth of gaming. Okay. Then you do you can do um, reverse battles, which is every story battle you can do the battle from the other character's perspective. Nice from the bad guy that you were fighting. That's cool. So you get his deck. So you get to experience. Everything they would experience. Yeah. That's you, awesome. You fight, you play the, the battle in the other, from the other direction. I presumably see cards and stuff you wouldn't have gotten to use yet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, so you do all that, and then there's like challenges mode, there's deck, like uh, the round robin. So this is kind of like the Yu-Gi-Oh equivalent of like the Xenoverse games? The Xenoverse games? Yeah, Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2, 1. You level up your characters, you normally play as the main characters, no. but you can also make your custom character? No, no, no. It's who who do you play as in the game? A, well, whoever yourself. Ninety percent of the time, it's Yugi. Oh, as okay. far as I'm, I, I've I've only done the first. I'm just finishing up the first storyline mm-hmm. out of like five or six. Yeah. Uh, can I play against you? Yes, it is online. Cool, sweet. I yeah. actually might because they're getting at them because yeah, those games were uh, were fun to play. Yep, you can play it online. It's very basic, like playing the game. There isn't, it's not a lot of flash. Like Hearthstone has a lot of flash to it. Yeah, yeah. this game doesn't have a lot of flash. How much? Uh, how much is it? Fifty four. Oh, okay. Fifty four bucks. Gotcha. Nice. Yeah, you build your deck and Sweet. build it out. And you can use pre built decks, and they'll even have like you unlock as you play through. 
you unlock like, hey, this is Mai's pre-built deck. So you, yep. you can go through and they'll have a pre-built, but you still have to get all the cards for it. It's just like a, they call it a recipe. Yeah. yeah. And you just, oh, I want to just build that recipe. Yeah. And cool. then you can also build your own shit cool. like that. So it's actually really, really fun. I'm having fun with that. Um, now I'll get to the thing that we, I know you've been waiting to hear. Uh, yes, I have watched, started to watch Colony. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think I'm on like sixth or seventh episode. Yeah. Nice. Um, so you've seen the Geronimo storyline kind of play out? Not fully. Um, I, the, the furthest I got right now is um, Pro. Proxy, uh, Pro- Proxy Snyder. Okay. Yeah. The mayor. I yep. call yeah. Him yeah. Kind yeah. Of the mayor. yeah. Uh, Proxy Snyder. Snyder. Yeah. Yeah. He just got attacked from his car, and Will <laughs> is protecting him in his wife's oh, bar. It's a good episode. Yeah. It's, it's a episode. really good. I think episode. I just finished that episode two or yeah. three. I'm still in the middle of that storyline. That's awesome. That story. Uh, who are you liking of the of the cast? Uh, I would say my favorite character. And that sounds really strange. I don't I actually don't know his name. Okay. Um, is Will's partner. Like the beat cop. Carl Weathers. Uh, what do they yeah. call him in the show? Who do they call him? Bean uh, Beats. Buddy. I forget. He just he just sits there with Bo. like a Hawaiian. They call him Bo. Bo, yeah. yeah. I, I just I love the idea that they're in this you, you know um, Big Brother type of yeah. scenario, and he's just sitting there in a like drinking it. He's one of the only guys that has like coffee, and he's in a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, yeah. And everyone yeah. else is very deathly serious. And he's like, I don't know. He's whatever, dude. Whatever, he's man. like he's like Hawaii Five O meets Danny Glover's character in Lethal Weapon. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like straight up, dude. He's like all grizzled, like, and he's like he's like you know we could take this and milk it for for weeks, right? Yeah. This job, and he's like, no, I'm gonna do the job. Yeah, Will does this. Yeah, yeah. Chase chasing yeah, yeah, down yeah. who he thinks is like one of the Geronimo characters, and then he just pulls up the car and he's like, "Really? You brought the car?" He's like, well, "Someone had to drive the car." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's just so he's pure chill in a place where everyone is high strung. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's a he's a great character, yeah. dude. I love Carl Weathers too. So obviously mm-hmm. Apollo Creed for people who don't know, but yeah, he's in this show and it's so good. Like he's like the best, like the best surprise character yeah, I've ever just seen. Chill. Yeah. I mean, it, it, yeah, he's just so different from all all the rest. It's cool. I'm interested to see how uh, how you feel going into season two. Yeah, we'll find out. Um, but I'm so enjoying. It. I'm watching pretty much an episode a night, yeah. two episodes. It, it's God, just, I, it's an I don't know why show. I haven't watched any, dude. I was so enthralled after the episode where they're where they're on the wall, man. Oh uh, my man. god, yeah. <laughs> I, I I just want you to get to season three. just so you can talk about it. It's so hard season today. three is so hard to not talk about. I suggested it to Paul, so he's going to yeah. start watching. I think too. Really? Yeah, because yeah, I, I told him he might really like it. You know, you know, what inspired me mm. to do. I think I may have mentioned it to you. So, do you remember? You remember uh, the adventure path from Pathfinder uh, Hell's Rebels? Yeah. So the whole idea to Hell's Rebels is you're uh, you start off as sort of in a city where this new mayor shows up, and he just lays the smackdown of laws. Like he basically becomes proxima. Pro- proxy Snyder. Like okay. Yeah. Very like authoritarian yeah. type thing. And this is normally a city used to freedoms. Right. And he's just sort of they live in a country where freedoms are not something you have. Okay. Well this country is sort of kind of like Hong Kong is with China right mm-hmm. now. It's mm-hmm. sort of a, a small little nugget of freedom. Yeah. And this guy shows up and starts stamping out that freedom. Mm-hmm. So you act as a resistance group. Oh, that's cool. Against the That'd be mayor, fun. Yeah. It's very similar to Colony. And That'd it inspired fun. me to, like, shit, I can do this so much better. Like, this is, these characters have inspired me to how to, how to provide the feeling of the city of these, like, drones, these, the, I wouldn't have drones, I'd have guards that are always around, and all the guards look alike wearing, you know, the same outfits. With yeah. The red. Yeah, real Stormtrooper like feel. Iron Maiden kind of. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I would very much, the you know, Stormtrooper feel, like, I would very much impose that more in the game now and it, it gave me a lot of inspiration for that's that. so cool so yeah. I kind of want to run that again but with the things I've learned huh. the only yeah. thing I can do is offer you an online group 
Yeah, I don't have time for so like art instead groups. of life imitating art, it's art imitating art. Yeah, that's cool, yeah. man. Hell yeah! So I'm, I'm hoping to turn our, my Wednesday into group into that eventually. Oh, and I cool. can try that out. Yeah, awesome. So anything else? That's uh, about it. Continuing Avatar. We're yeah. near the end of the first book. Yeah. Uh, so we're on like the second episode of the Northern Water Tribe um, invasion. Cool. That's about it. I gotta go back and finish that series at some point. You ever finished it? No. Blast me, get the hell out of yeah, here. Yeah, I already knew that was coming. <laughs> Somebody's gotta not watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Someone's uh, gotta be the idiot of the town. Uh huh. Cool. Yeah. Um, so what do you got? A bunch of different stuff. Let's think now. Uh, what have I. So I finished Attack on Titan. I think I may have mentioned that last week. I don't mm-hmm. remember. Or I was one episode away from finishing it last time. Yeah, so you still haven't gotten to the basement, eh? No. Okay. I haven't gone to the cellar yet. Um, Because that hasn't come out so far as I'm aware. Yeah, I I saw it in the manga. Um, Started watching, and I'm already about halfway through Parasite, which is another anime. Hmm. It's a fun one. Uh, Creatures that start showing up on Earth that uh, take over people. Huh. And they also eat people. Oh, very nice. Uh, that doesn't seem very parasitic. That seems more um, well uh, predator. Yeah, carnivorous. Yeah. So <laughs> no, because no, because what they do is they um they're like these little worm things and they jump into people, uh. and they take over like their head this or is whatever. Sound really strange to you? Yeah, but that's a zerg. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. I know. Oh. So the hmm. um, but the main character is able to isolate the creature after it jumps into his arm. He isolates it to his arm to the point that it doesn't get enough time to get to his brain to, to take him out. So his arm is controlled. So by his it? arm is, is an alien that has eaten his arm is now imitating his arm. Yeah. It can like transform and do different things. I've heard of this. Yeah, uh, and like the other ones, um, uh, there's like a lot of it talks a lot about like species cohabitation and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. it's it's good. I it's, think it's I've worth heard of this. I don't know why I've heard of Probably. this. Probably. Yeah, it was really popular when it kind of first started. It sounds very familiar. Uh, it. It's worth a watch. Okay. Um, I would say it's worth a watch for sure. What else? Oh, I've been watching more Carnival Row, which is the um, steampunky London. Yeah. I pitched, I pitched that to Amanda the other night. Yeah. So Mrs. Alex Austin. And I said, maybe we should start watching this. And I pitched it to her, and I could tell by the pitch I was making that I completely and utterly failed <laughs> to sell her on it. It looks so cool. I can't wait to see show, it. Does she watch stuff the, like that? Show her the trailer. She does? Yeah. Okay. She watched the whole freaking Game of Thrones. Like, she'll watch it. Show, like, show her the trailer. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's super good looking. It's, yeah. It, yeah. They they follow some of those modern show issues. Yeah. Like, gratuitous sex scenes for no real purpose. Sure. Uh, but they're not sure. overly long. They're not like yeah. they're not like American Gods, where we're like we're gonna put in this uh, love scene. It's gonna, be... gonna be like psychedelic love scenes yeah. that go on forever because you're not sure who's having sex with who. Yeah, or really what's Nothing happening. Like that. Yeah, uh, which American Gods? <laughs> Look, all I want, all I want out of this is you know because I know there's like you know fantasy characters in it. We're gonna get like human on fairy, fairy on satyr, satyr on orc. You know, Orc on Cthulhu, like just get all, all the mixes going, man. Get all the mixes going. Yeah, there's, so. some, there's some interesting stuff. The uh, creatures that are like the uh, satyr types. Yeah. Um, there's a storyline where one of them has kind of made it big. And nice. so he's and living. Legs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, and they got horns, right? Okay. Uh, and uh, so he moves into like a high society household, and all of the people around, living around react exactly how you think they would. Yeah. It's like, oh, God, what the fuck is this? Because most of them are, like, slaves. 
Yeah. yeah. And all of a sudden, there's one who's not a slave and is now has the money of all these other like wealthy people. Well, and he's why, living in their neighborhood. It sounds very much so, like, like they're trying super to make racist. A... Oh, no. It's blatant. It's blatant. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's bl- like to the point that even uh, they've even made him black. Just, oh, to, like, just to like hammer it really like, That's what I say. Like they're they're very ham fisted. A little ham fisted, yeah. Yeah, they they're very ham fisted. Like, but the the characters are still enjoyable. Like, the show is it's it's got its interesting quirks. It's just it fills in it falls in the medium spectrum of shows. Mm. It's not bad. It's not perfect, mm. but it's got some good stuff. Yeah. And the one thing that I'm the most interested in is this like other empire that they constantly refer to that they lost the war against called the Pact. And it sounds so much cooler. <laughs> Until they go and there. Like, and you're and like, where's the pact? Where are yeah, these guys I'm like, at? I'm like, where are these guys? Because the only times I've ever seen them show up was one time when they're chasing a bunch of uh, fairies through a forest. And they like literally laid out barbed wire, like a ceiling of barbed wire. So the fairies try to like fly. They get caught in it like a Holy web. Shit. And they're like chasing after them with dog, hunting dogs and like shooting them. Like they're executing them all. Holy crap! Damn. Like it's it's like the first time you you see the pack. The second time you see the pack, they show up with like zeppelins, like airships, and they bomb the shit out of a church, no like a kidding. like a refugee camp. Jesus! And they're like they're like heartless. The only other time you see some of their soldiers, they inject themselves with a serum that turns them into werewolves during not a full moon. Whoa! Jesus! And they like decimate a, a, was, a, a, a scout regiment. I gotta see the show now. I'm all in, man. Like, I gotta yeah, the see only description I ever heard of the show, which I, I think was is, is good for it, Paul mentioned it. He's, he, his comment was... He, he would have a good... Yeah. He, well, he's seen it all. And his comment was somewhere on the lines of, it is very hard to watch shitty people. But he got all the way through it because it was worth it. Yes. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Like every character That's, is a piece of shit. Yeah. Yes. Show. 100%. Yeah. Hundred percent. Everyone's yeah. a piece of shit in that show. Yeah, Good everybody look at is, it, yeah. with the exception of I think maybe two characters. Everyone's a piece of shit in that show. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it's true. It's true. It's not too far off of the Game of Thrones style, though. No, where no, everyone's no. a piece no, of it's shit not. and has made yeah. mistakes. No, no, is, no, yeah, it's it's a, for themselves. It's a it's a gritty outside of a fantasy yeah. setting for sure. You're like, but oh, it, well, John Snow's kind of less of a piece of shit, but still kind of a piece of shit. <laughs> no, no, he's just an idiot. He's but idiot, my yeah. queen. No, no, yeah, John. I don't want it. John, John Snow is a fool, playing at at, at the game of, yeah. of the game of houses, right? Yeah, he he knows so, nothing about the game of houses. Yeah, basically. Which I'm actually that's why I'm I'm most excited to see when the uh, Wheel of Time series gets done by Amazon because I want to see if mm. they delve into the uh, game of houses section of that show because it becomes a big part of the show. I'm sure, that'll be what it's all about. Yeah, so but, the, but it doesn't that start like that way. It starts setting. off like Lord of the Rings, like yeah. Hobbits in the Shire kind of feel. Yeah. But then it becomes this like insane, intricate, yeah. like, okay, hey, the factions are all going to war now. Wait, is this based on Golden Compass or Narnia? No, which, no, no. This is the is Wheel it? of Time series. Uh, oh, I thought it was based uh, on by Robert Jordan. Oh, okay. okay. No, yeah. Though, huh. This is a series of 12 well, books. Certainly that's what they're going for then, if that's if the sort of politics and intrigue is a part of that. It then. becomes, yeah, no, it, it will. They will cover it, I yeah. assume. And that's probably why they selected it, because it's got a wider range of themes that right. it kind of moves through. Uh, because it kind of starts off like like the adventure. Yep. And then, like, and almost like blatantly so. Like, they've got like the wizard in the group, mm-hmm. the knight who's been around for a while, a bunch of kids. And then, but those kids kind of grow up into these right. like big movers and shakers of the world. Hmm. So, like, it'll it'll be a fun series to watch. It'll be good. It'll be one to watch. Sweet. Yeah. Sweet. Okay. So, yeah. Fun, fun stuff. Yeah. What other than that? Um, You've been playing. Playing Warhammer Total War 2. 
Sweet. A no, new pack came a, out. I don't think that's the name of it. Total Warhammer Two. Is there that you go. That, that game I know. <laughs> yeah. No, they released. Uh, they released a couple of new lords. Uh, two more Lizardman lords came out, and one more Empire lord came out. I still have not gotten that game. I know. I should. Every terrible. time. Every time I see. If you it, don't have it by the time three launches, I'm gonna fucking you slap you. You need to just tell me. Um, when it goes on like serious sale. No, n- next sale it'll have a serious yeah, sale. I know, but I don't know necessarily when the sales are. So just okay. You need to like Adam. It's on because like, I know you see this shit. Yeah. You need to like, Adam. It's fucking. Or if I sale. see it, if I see it for Humble Bundle monthly, I'll be like buy this monthly. Bundle. Yeah, because I do want the game. I just I can't. The amount of money it takes to buy like all the races and shit like that yeah. is just astronomically high. Yeah. And I can't afford that kind of shit. You will be able to as the definitive editions come out. Yeah, because you'll you'll still want to buy. This is gonna sound ridiculous, but you'll still want to buy one, two, and three. That's fucking weird. Uh, because they because they're all though. just really race packs. Oh really? Uh, yeah. 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 Really? Oh yeah. So the way that it works is, um, each of the core games have certain races, and they all feed into one giant map called the Old World, or like it's called the Mortal Empires campaign. So there's one big campaign that all three games will feed into, oh. but every game has its own campaign of just a section of the world. Oh. So um, the first one is the old world, which is like the empire, the orcs, the undead, yada, yada, yada. And like chaos is kind of first burgeoning thing. The other map is the new world, uh, which is lizardmen, dark elves, high elves, um, and Skaven, kind of like the big players okay. there. Uh, they also have the undead pirate kind of faction too. <clears throat> Third game's coming out. They're gonna have like the ogre kingdoms. Uh, oh wait, two also had tomb kings, uh, but the new one's gonna have like over ogre kingdoms, probably the different demon factions. Um, I'm sure we'll see a, probably a couple of other ones that or are not people. Are I think love it. Chaos dwarves. Are probably I love the idea of the game. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's uh, really... so. Either way, ultimately, what it is is each previous title is effectively a race pack okay. heading toward the yeah. main game map. And now they're just trying to make the ultimate game the last game you'll ever have to buy. <laughs> well, well, by the time the third one drops, all of the actual playable races of the original Warhammer Fantasy game will be playable, plus a couple extras nice that they've kind of made up and tossed in there. But the, 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 they existed in story, but they just weren't So playable. when you go into battle, does it like zoom in and you just play Blood Bowl? <laughs> uh no not exactly so that was a line that would be fun. i want to play more blood bowl <laughs> yeah no blood bowl is fun two is great nice. we have i thought we were gonna do another tournament we never did i just never panned out yeah yeah it's too bad yeah. everyone sort of ran out of time and yeah cool adulting yeah. so is that it then have uh, we exhausted we all, we all ran out of time we couldn't find time to destroy each other's elves and amazons in make-believe football oh gotcha Blood yeah. Bowl was it? Was that originally the game known like Super Nintendo or something like back in the day? Nope. No. They did like Mutant League Hockey and like no, no, no. no, no, no. Yeah, this yeah. is actually a tabletop game. Yeah. Oh, is it really? Yeah, that uh, that Games Workshop made. Yeah, which huh. really, who the fuck at Games Workshop? I don't know. Thought that up. So it's brilliant, though. To it's be honest, brilliant. So you take you take. Have you do you do you know no. what Blood Bowl is? Okay. No. So you take Warhammer forty or Warhammer no, fantasy. Sorry, fantasy. Yeah. You know that, right? Yeah. Skaven, sure. elves, humans, sure. and you, you're on a board, and you can't okay, measure this distance, and mm-hmm. I roll these dice to see whether they hit, yeah. and shit like that. And you have like squads a group. Mm-hmm. So someone at Warhammer, someone at uh, Games Workshop, thought to take those units, those exact models. Uh, no, they made new models. No, they, no, they tried to because that was the whole point of the original. Oh, the original, the original. Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. So they took those models and they went, okay, we're gonna make a football game. Yeah. So I shit you not. There is it, Blood Bowl is take those models and make it like a violent 
football game. So you have to take a football, you kick off, and it's then extremely you have cool. to like take it and run it down the field. Yeah. And there's turns and squares that you move so into. So you take like a strategy game, which is football. Yeah. <laughs> take, yeah. take final. Uh, it, honestly, it's it's a fire emblem, except for instead of trying to kill the opposite team. I mean, well, you're faction, trying to do you that. might want to do that. Yeah. Certain teams are geared towards killing the other team. Right. So, and right. where th- the rules are kind of vague and weird, like. They're, okay, yeah, you're not allowed to kill the other team, but sometimes you can just roll to sneak in a fucking, you know, curb stomp, stomp yeah. and just, you kick and you just destroy the other player, and then they can't fight in the rest of the game. <laughs> um, but these but these teams are persistent. Yeah, yeah, and they're persistent over so like a league. Up. It's so cool, and they level up. Yeah, it's That's crazy. Awesome. They gain new skills. I gotta go and look up stuff on that. That's really interesting. It's a phenomenal, <laughs> phenomenal game. It's, it's it's worth every penny. To be here's honest. the deal: is that, that's the real fantasy league right there, man. It's, it's yeah. the same. The game hates you as XCOM. It's yeah. the same feeling of the game hates you mm-hmm. that XCOM gives you. Mm-hmm. But here's the difference: the game hates both of you. Oh, so you get makes fucked, me feel better. About so does your enemy. Annihilated they yet. get fucked yeah. too. Oh yeah, man. That was good. So everyone's fucking up. Good tip on Blood Bowl here. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. Cool. Phenomenal. So uh, we are we are getting close to the uh, two hour mark here. So uh, yeah, let's wrap up. Good to wrap up. So and then uh, so this has been episode sixty of Ronan Geek Official Podcast. Uh, this is the last time we'll get to mention Comic Con before it happens. So make sure if you're in the Windsor, Detroit area, you want to visit Windsor Comic Con. We have a booth set up there. We're gonna have a lot of fun. We'll be doing a little bit of uh, Tekken Three tournament on the PlayStation Classic. Uh, <laughs> as long as they don't they don't shut us down for blocking up the aisle. Yeah, yeah. As long as they don't do that. And then uh, we have some other activities going on. Just while we're recording, we'll do like a forced ranking of the Marvel films that we'll kind of talk about as we do as we do our recording. So it'll yeah. be kind of fun and. That'll be that'll end up being one episode on its own, and then uh, and then we have some raffle items going on. So just from the table, and then we're entering items into or at least one prize package into the cosplay contest as well. A Rona Geek sponsored uh, prize going into that, nice. so it's pretty exciting. We're kind of trying to cover all bases as many as we can in one Comic Con, but there's a ton of great guests that are going to be there. Make sure to look it up on WindsorComicCon.com. Get your tickets early. Show them that you care, and that's going to be at Caesars Windsor Casino. Uh, this weekend, September 21st, 22nd. So if you're in the area, want to pay us a visit, we'll have a table there. We'll be there. So come and visit. Hop we'll on a recording. Our, our ugly want. mugs and now. Yeah. The problem is that they see us. I mean, I totally support them seeing us. But now, whenever they hear their, our voices, they go, yeah. oh, that ugly fuck. Yeah. yeah no, no. We're, we're going to be way sexier than they're thinking. So that's that's my <laughs> anticipation. So <laughs> Yeah, just keep downplaying us. Keep it up. <laughs> So we'll uh, maybe maybe do a brief recording as well because we don't really do much video content, but maybe we'll do a brief recording of the booth all set up, record one another in there, and just have a good time with it. So yeah. we'll see. You're yeah. gonna dig up a selfie stick, I think. So really, we're just there to <laughs> chat with people, have a good time. Yeah, that's what it's about. Out. It's just there, just to engage with the community, have a good time, uh, and that's it, man. That's it. It's gonna be a sweet weekend. Looking forward to it. <laughs> cool. So that's it for episode sixty of Ronan Geek Official Podcast. This is Alex signing off, and Bobby and Adam, and Rob. All right, talk to you later. 